Right, let's, let's do the go. jazz hands, guys. Come on. Hey. This is a young Americans for freedom. Jazz hands. Come on, do it. Come on, Tiffany. Keep it out there. There we go. Jazz hands. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on. This is episode 263 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast coming to you live from the Strange Media Studios in Gainesville. My special guest tonight. There they go. Tiffany and Victor. Hello. You can figure out who's who. Okay. They're both attractive young people. Going to college, uh, University of Florida to be specific, right? There we go. Yeah. How you guys doing? Pretty good. We beat LSU this weekend. That was <laughs> crazy. Crazy okay. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you guys at the game? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. This okay. is why my throat is hurting right now. Okay. That was a home game? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. I'm guessing it was crazy. It was it absolutely was insane. insane. When, we, when, when that pick six happened... I think I think I moved about two rows down because people were just pushing and shoving and everybody was throwing stuff in the air. It was crazy. Oh, what the? Okay, so I don't know if you guys know this, but I don't know anything about sports. Are you serious? <laughs> hey, I actually no. didn't know what a pick six was until somebody told me. Oh my god! Apparently, a pick six is an interception and a touchdown. So that's what okay. happened. And okay, that's interception more. and a touchdown in one. See, this hurts me. Why? Hurts me. I'm a big football person, so. Okay. Well, Although yeah. I was raised more NFL than than uh, SEC. I'm wearing a soccer jersey right now. Okay, there you go. Soccer jersey from where? What team? Paris. Oh, France. Okay. Uh, Paris Saint-Germain. The best team in France. Oh, okay. Best team in France. Okay. Best team in the world is Manchester United. You see, he's a, big, he's a big Chelsea fan. Yeah, oh, I like okay. Chelsea. I don't, know about, like, I, <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> soccer either, but I did live in England. So, oh. yeah. So there you go. So a long time ago, I lived in England and uh, that's about the only team I remember, Manchester United. That's the biggest team in the world. So, yes, exactly. That's probably why I remember it. And I, can, and I can play soccer, Tiffany, just in case you're wondering. All right. That is one of the few sports I could play. My, my sport's guns. There you guns, go. people. Guns. That's my sport. That is a so, score. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. So we've got you guys back here. Um, I'm I'm sure uh, at least some of my audience out there remembers you guys coming on the show before. It was a really cool show. Uh, we're going to get into a bunch of things with these guys here. If you guys have any questions for these young conservatives, is that is that am I being accurate? Young you're, you're very accurate. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So we can ask them now. We can talk to them. This is the youth. This is the future right here. You're looking at Mr. And Mrs. America right here. One of these people or both of them will be presidents or something in the future. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Tiffany. You know, Victor might be the first. <laughs> I'll be the first lady. Yeah. The, he's gonna, okay. Yeah, he might be the first. I was going to say, what is it? The first husband? Did, we, did, did people figure that first out? First man. Yeah. <laughs> first, man. first man first dude yeah the first dude i like better i like that, that way better first dude so um can you well you can't run right victor you were born outside of america yeah i can't i unfortunately i can't be president the highest i can go um i think it, i think i think it can be vice but if not congressman for sure oh. Oh, well, if you can go, wait, hold on a second. The vice president can be from outside of the U.S.? I'm, 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 I don't think no. so. Yeah, no, we're going to have to fact check that. <laughs> well, no, because you have the, the succession, right? So yeah, because he could become president. Exactly. Yeah. You can't have yeah. a foreigner be the president. Uh, hashtag fake news, Victor. Don't even try. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to trick you, Tiffany. So in the I future, I yeah, so in the future, you're like, oh, you could be my vice president in your <laughs> dreams. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> we have to have the uh, Schwarzenegger law. 
in order for you to be president or vice president, Victor. That's true. Oh boy. Yeah. You know about that, right? Uh, I don't, but I was just in California and there was a lot of people making fun of him. Yeah. Oh, oh Arnold. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's well-deserved. It's well-deserved. I think that started, there was a movie, I think uh, Demolition Man or one of those movies where they talked about President Schwarzenegger in there. <laughs> and so, you know, apparently there was some kind of law. They had to explain that in the movie, but you know. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. So there you go. It, worse things could happen, but not that worse. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe if we get like Hillary, are you guys hearing me? Yeah, just uh, one second. We just have to mute the uh, the YouTube video. Oh, okay. All right. There you My go. bad. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, mute everything except this. Mute everything except this. Okay, so listen, as we usually do, I'm going to go out and shout out everyone in the chat and read some of their comments and all that kind of stuff. We're going to do that now. Let me remind everyone watching to hit the thumbs ups. If there's any um, fellow YAF people out there, you know, let us know and we will specially shout you out. Okay, don't forget to share this. Don't forget to hit the thumbs ups, everyone. You, you guys included. So, you know, go on your phones and thumbs up this video. As a matter of fact, before I do anything, I'm going to go here and make sure I thumbs up my own video because, you know, I mean, somebody's got to do it. That's only slightly important. Yeah. Yeah. We got to make sure that the thumbs ups are going on out there right now. Let me see. I'm going to see how many we've got so far. We've got 43 so far and I know we can hit 100. So we're almost halfway there. Everyone out there right now. I think we've got like 90 people watching this right now. All you guys watching, hit the thumbs ups. Okay, thank you very much. We we appreciate it. Let me go down through this real quick, guys, if you don't mind. Imposter, he's number one. He says hi to everyone. Hello. Out there. Jay Brennan is uh, number two. Christopher Williams is also here. E Rock. Uh, let's see, let's see. Imposter says it's hot as hell up in New York. Really? Yeah. So, have you guys ever been up to New York? Oh yeah, yeah. I have not. I'm actually okay. going there in March. I'm excited. Okay, cool. And Victor hasn't gone. So, I mean, you need to take him with you. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I guess not, Victor. <laughs> That's okay. We can, we, I'll road trip with you up to New York one of these days. Perfect. Victor. How about Let that? Let me know. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it. So, uh, imposters up in New York, um, probably going to be some rain heading up there tomorrow. Are you guys prepared for the hurricane? I mean, ready? are you talking uh, about us? Yeah, you, you. Are you ready? I mean, Classes are not canceled, so we can't do anything about it. Yeah. I have gas in my car and I have water. Okay. <laughs> That's cool. how prepared I am. I, I have a lot of tea. A lot of tea? Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, so, yes, as you said, and we were talking about this uh, off air, classes for the University of Florida not canceled. <laughs> yeah. So. Yes, hurricane hitting tomorrow. Um, it's not just University of Florida, uh, Santa Fe, Santa Fe uh, Community College, not canceled. The local yeah. high schools, all that stuff, middle school, they're whatever. Not, yeah, they're not canceling Elatro County. Yeah. Michael, Michael's not going east enough. Oh, it's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, it really doesn't make a lot of sense, but hey, that's how it's going. Now, um, you know, if you were at FSU, classes would be canceled. Yeah, because because university might get destroyed. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. are getting like the biggest hit, I think. Yeah, yeah they're going to get hit. Yeah, they're going to get hit. So I, I know my son, they canceled classes yesterday because he came home yesterday. Yeah, so they canceled until home. Monday. Yeah. So interesting. Interesting. Unfortunately for him, he's sick. I don't know. Oh, what you kids, I don't know what you kids get up to there in college. 
I don't know. He's probably sick of FSU. I mean, I'd be too. <laughs> oh, that's cold. <laughs> that's cold. And he's not here to defend himself. But, you know, <laughs> I, I, I just want to sp- – all the college kids out there, please get your flu shots. Okay? Yeah. You get your flu shot? shots and get all other shots because there's always stuff floating around college campuses. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, everyone's been getting sick over here. Yeah. You can die going to college. Yeah. Okay. Facts. And that's not because of UF classes. <laughs> yeah so okay let me keep going here i see richard hughes out there uh ridge runner he says what's up mr strange and strange peoples don't forget the thumbs up so everyone out there don't forget to do the thumbs up someone out there keep track of how many thumbs ups we have and let me know we got um, 65 okay uh imposter says great my yard is a swamp but i'll take it over where you guys uh over what you guys have coming so hopefully hopefully it doesn't affect us um you know, but I think it's a category three right now. It's yeah, getting, it it's up. actually going straight from my house in the panhandle and it's going to hit a category three. Yeah. Yeah. So, but if you, you look, mm-hmm. if you look on the map, you literally see Tiffany's house and it just goes. Yeah. <laughs> and it says it says right here, Tiffany's <laughs> house right here and squish. <laughs> yeah. So uh, your, your parents are home. Did they evacuate? No, they're staying home. We live about an hour inland. And legit, where I'm from, it's kind of where a lot of the locals go to, you know, shelter up. So. Okay, and then we you said your house is uh, reinforced and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, our uh, the, our house is a bomb shelter. It's fine. Okay, is it an actual legit bomb shelter? No, no, I wish, but we live oh, okay. very close to the military, like Eglin Air Force Base. So, like, the standards are very high because they do do like a, bo- a lot of bomb testing. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. So you never know what's going to happen there. Well, no, the ground shakes a lot. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> okay. That's cool. Have you, I'm assuming you've been over to the base a bunch then. I actually worked there. Like, oh, back okay. in high school. Oh, nice. All right. Cool. That's, that sounds like fun to me. All right. Let's see who else we've got. Special K says evening strangerholics, DCG 44s. We've got the Archangel. Uh, let's see. Armament and axes as well. Um, so Armament and Axis says, last night you said you didn't think I won a mini 50. I did. You were the one who told Patrick to put me on the list. Laugh out loud. Go back and watch. No, that's true. Lola covered you, Armament and Axis. So if you guys probably don't know what I'm talking about. No. Check this out. Oh, those things are awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so this is from ATI. This is the ATI Mini. And, uh, right, you know, like I think I showed you guys before the AR version of that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So this is out. It's out there now. And uh, we gave a bunch of these away, but you guys weren't here. So, yeah. So that's what Armament and Axis is talking about. And Lola said your thing's on the way, Armament and Axis. So uh, let us know when it gets out there. Also, everyone who won that gets one, Please do some kind of social media posting, take pictures, videos, something cool like that. Tag ATI Outdoors, tag myself, Lola, and uh, we'll reshare it. You guys, hope maybe next time I can hook you guys up with some. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be cool. That'd be nice. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's probably illegal on your campus, even though it's not. <laughs> <laughs> only a little bit. Only a little bit. Yeah, I hate to see you guys get arrested for a replica. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, we, we're we're friends with some of the officers there, so I'm sure I'm sure we'll be fine. <laughs> oh, OK. They'll just extra arrest you. Yeah. Like, you know what, Victor? We're friends, so we're going to have to make this look good. 
We'll just, <laughs> yeah, we'll just put the cuffs on a little extra tight on you. There you but, go. Yeah. STL Storm Spotter also out there. Chris Bolas. Uh, let's see who else we got. Boom Outdoors says, what's up, everyone? Hey. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, that's a cool one. Boom Outdoors. I don't know if you guys recognize any of these people. Let me know. Um, let's see. we got Michael Benders as well in there. Boss Hog. Boss Hog said the cover pick confused me today. Yes, we've got a new cover pick um, for the podcast. So before we start going on air, there's a cover thing while everyone's waiting. And I just did that today. It's, it's my my artwork, actually, because, you know, I'm a genius. <laughs> there you I'm go. Not, yeah, I'm not exactly Banksy, but, you know. I can do a little something, something. Speaking of Banksy, did you see? Uh, did you see what he did recently? Yeah, where he shredded one of his artworks when it's all. I was showing Tiffany that. That was insane. <laughs> yeah. So mean. Yeah, I don't know what kind of security Sotheby's has because you know they could have put anything in there. He could have put a bomb, anything in that thing. Yeah, so. they, they they trust him too much. Yeah, I think it was just a publicity stunt. I think they knew that was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Because it happened immediately, the minute the guy hit the gavel. So even if he was somewhere remote, the minute the guy hit the gavel, it happened. So I'm thinking yeah. set up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it looks good for him. You know, he's the he's the rebel. Yeah. Also, it didn't shred all the way, right? No, it was like half. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm pretty sure that was a publicity stuff. Yeah. So let's see uh, who else we got. So we got. It's so I, mean. I honestly think the original is hidden somewhere. No, oh, that could okay. be the original. It's not destroyed. It's still a work of art. True. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, still it's been replicated millions of times, so I'm sure. It yeah. Um, uh, yesterday we had Babyface on, and he was telling me that it doubled in value. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to research that. Now, I have to research that. I'm not 100% sure. That's what he was saying. Could be true. You know, it is Babyface, so, you know, um, we got to we, we have to make sure that's exactly what happened. Rick Hunter <laughs> says, damn the rain. <laughs> Let's see who else we've got in here. We've got Jade Grew, SoCal Gunner, uh, Greg 98K, Rob Avis, Corey Williams says hi to everyone. Oddball says in for the thumbs ups. OK, cool. Someone let me know what number of thumbs ups we're at. I see the Tyvin show in as well. Let's see. RTS guy. Shout out to RTS guy. Kiaski is asking about the new graphics. Yes, that's new graphics. Um, as Tiffany and Victor are saying, that's a work of art now. If yeah. You get a chance. Print it. 21st century. Anything. Yes. Anything, yes. Anything goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Print it and I will sign it. And after I sign it, it will self-destruct. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> We're at so. 78 thumbs up. Yeah, 78. Okay, cool. So we're just like, uh, let's see, what are we, like 22 or something away from from 100? So come on, hit the exactly thumbs up, guys. Nice yes. job. <laughs> yeah, see, you know, I'm old, but, you know, I, I can still... Old, but still sharp. A little bit. Yeah, just a little bit, a little bit. Let's see. So uh, Crackbot is also out there. Shout out to Crackbot, Screaming Skull. <laughs> nice. um, let's see who else we got. Uh, Screaming Skull Saloon says he has to attend training tonight so that's a good thing nice. that's a good thing i'm assuming you know unless it's like sexual harassment training in which case oh, that's uh, never you have to train people how to sexually harass yeah <laughs> you gotta learn to be professional oh my gosh you gotta do it right if you're gonna do it <laughs> yeah you know, oh boy um you know what what did you what did you guys think about the kavanaugh thing 
Oh my gosh. It's just like, there's so much hypocrisy. I feel like on the, like on the left side, cause you had like, well, one, you have to think about the person that released a letter, you know, like you knew they were going to like blow everything up and they were someone that was trusted to begin with. So mm-hmm. shame on that person. It was like, I think it was like uh, Senator Collins that pretty much pointed that out. And I think mm-hmm. she made a pretty good point. And then like you have the entire left, like, you had the Democrats could pretty much sit on that up until, you know, Kavanaugh was about to get confirmed. They're like, oh, no, he's a, he's a rapist and gangbanger and everything. Yeah, that was for me that I mean, you know, like the Dr. Ford, she gave a pretty compelling testimony. I believe that she was sexually assaulted. I don't think it was Kavanaugh. But the thing that really annoys me and really, I think, made this case so compelling for like the Republican Party in all was that the the left weaponized this this wasn't this wasn't this wasn't for justice this wasn't for for something that they were doing because it was right they were oh, doing yeah. it for power and it was it was very evident from the beginning and it was disgusting i mean you gotta look at all the older democrats too because all the older democrats were there whenever Mo- monica Lewinsky was being sexually har- harassed by bill clinton yeah you know what so did maybe they do they, back like, then exactly like you can, yeah. <laughs> you can sort of give a free pass to all the new newer democrats now but the older Democrats specifically, like Nancy Pelosi and everything, like and everyone like them, like they have, like, I, there are no words. <laughs> yeah, I think. That, part, go ahead, go ahead, Victor. I'm sorry. No worries. Uh, my favorite part was uh, Senator Lindsey Graham. You know, conservatives are Dude. saying that he turned into Senator Lindsey Graham 2.0 because he just <laughs> absolutely shredded and said what everyone was thinking, and mm-hmm. he, did, he did a great job. I've I've seen him in person before. But now I have a, a much greater respect for him. Okay. You know, when did you guys see him? Or when did well, you see him, Victor? I saw him. I saw him in D.C. this summer. I was at a Christians United for Israel conference in D.C. You saw who? Uh, Lindsey Graham. Oh. Yeah. Lindsey Graham grew his spine for something. Yes. He screwed. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, he's always been such a moderate. And then he just blasted out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Now, you guys, um, I don't know if you want to put this out there or not, but you guys actually um, do some stuff for someone that's in Congress, right? Yeah, yeah. No, we were both interns for Congressman Ted Yoho, and he's okay. actually a good one. So Yeah, yeah. We, work for, yeah we work for his uh, – well, we used to work for his congressional office. Now we work, we work for his campaign office. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, we do, we do different stuff. I do – most of the work that I do is uh, I do a lot of, like, social media graphics and stuff like that for – for socials, for events, and things like that, and then I mean, I do much of the door knocking, phone banking. I work with she does them. hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I work with the uh, chief of staff. Pretty much work on events. For okay. example, we're hosting a conservative student social, and uh, we're pretty much renting out the social. It's a restaurant, and we're pretty much allowing that sort of like a safe haven for all conservative students at UF. Oh, cool. Pretty much saying, hey, this is a networking opportunity for all of the conservative, uh, conservative students at UF. Okay. You know, so like, so like people from our group can uh, intermingle with uh, college Republicans or TPUSA, you know, like, you know, like obviously there have to like, whether or not certain groups will actually be there. Like, uh, I know we've reached out to Ron DeSantis. We've reached out to Keith Perry. We reached out to a, bun- a bunch of people, basically. Oh, I think you're, wasting, you're wasting your time with Keith Perry. He's not really a conservative. I know. I know. But he is in Gainesville. Um, and yeah, he's in Gainesville, but that didn't, you know, that doesn't mean anything. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Keith Perry. Oh, I'm not a fan either. Like, yeah. you know, but he's, you know. Tell him that. Give us money. 
Yeah. He, he's oh. a nice guy. And a lot of our, and uh, a lot of our friends. He is a nice him. guy. He is a nice guy, but he is one of the guys that allowed this ridiculous gun control law that we now have no, fully in effect. I will never. Okay. Like we have one of our friends. His name is Jared. He legit will never vote for anyone anymore that voted in favor of that bill. And yeah, I'm like, me too. I totally agree with you. Yeah, me too. Just, and Keith Perry allowed it to come out of committee and all that kind of stuff. So, oh, it was his vote that allowed it to come out of committee. Yeah. It's yeah. just. And uh, he, he's, you know, I talked to him about this uh, personally. So, oh, um, really? Yeah. And, um, you know, he said that Scott pressured in, him into it, Governor Scott. That's also someone I'm not going to vote for. So I would rather vote for no one. I know someone's out there and like, oh, so then who are you going to vote for Nelson? No, of course. I wish I had like a real conservative going up there. Someone who really believed in the Constitution of America, as well as Florida, by the way. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. (laughs) Yeah. Which we're going to we're going to talk about that a little bit later. But I don't want to sidetrack too much. I would like to come back to the conversation of conservative uh, students in school, because I I obviously have two sons who, uh, you know, they're conservatives as well. So I want to come back to that. But I want to ask you guys, what did you think about uh, Kavanaugh's uh, when he came up and he was mad? Did you guys like that? How did you know? How did that come across to you? Well, I can uh, like I thought I thought that from his emotion, you can tell that he was incredibly frustrated that, you know, his his whole life work was on the line, the reputation of his family and just his his manhood pretty much, you know, like like you don't you don't you don't trust somebody who raped somebody and you don't believe that somebody that raped somebody is a real man. So his entire life was at risk because somebody said something that could have been him and there was there was no proof on the line and they they knew that coming in and they they sort of grasped for for straws and they were asking him about how many beers he's had and if he's ever blacked out. I still like, like beer. <laughs> I, I drank beer. I still drank beer. I like beer. Yeah. It's like that's a true American right there. Yeah. I thought, uh, I thought, you know, the Democrats saying that like, Oh, if he was, um, if he was really not guilty, he wouldn't have shown any emotion. And it's like, no, you don't get to dictate how emotions work because until you've been accused of something so heinous. Oh, I want to front- shout out Jay yeah. Dempsey real quick. He's one of our newer members and he's been killing the Flyers. Okay, Just cool. There. Yeah, he's, and, uh, and he's, he's, wa- watching, he's, wa- right he's watching right now. Oh, he's watching right now. Shout out to yeah. Jay Dempsey out there. Thanks for the uh, support and doing so well with the Flyers. Yeah, so you, you were saying, Victor... Uh, no, I was just saying that uh, it's it's incredibly uh, it's idiotic to to make the assumption that you wouldn't have reacted the same way in the same situation. Yeah, absolutely. I, 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 I kind of believed him before he did that. But when he did that, I believed him more. Of course, yeah. if someone challenges your honor, what, what is that's not a light accusation. That's not like, hey, when he was a teenager, he pickpocketed something or stole a comic book oh, yeah. from the store. I mean, that's a that's a huge thing to uh, to to level at someone and to not do it. And if you know, to not do it in a fair, just way to give that person time to um, to to combat that, to have investigations go on and all that kind of stuff. That's definitely a challenge of someone's honor. And I would expect them to react in that way. And, and he got some more, uh, you know, bonus points from me for that. Yeah, and uh, just just talking to uh, just a lot of my liberal friends, one of the things that they kept mentioning it was this sort of this hot button point that the that the left kind of drilled in their ear is that you know this was a job interview, but when you look at the case with uh, Clarence Thomas, you know he was he was kind of like one of the, oh, he the was breaking acu- ones. He was accused of sexual assault whenever they were trying to put him in too. Exactly, it's 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 the same move. 
And when you look at Clarence Thomas's case and the history and all the articles about it, nobody was talking about how this was a job interview because it's not. You're being accused of a crime and you're trying to defend yourself. It's not a job interview. You're fighting mm-hmm. for your life. There, and there's also the difference between like, OK, like a lot of people, when they apply for job interviews, you don't have to put your hand on the like the Bible and the Constitution and, and like under pr- like penalty of going to prison, not like not lie. You know, a lot of people do like think like, oh, this is a job interview. It's like, no, you're not being, you're not having to swear to the U.S. Constitution yeah. that everything is true and accurate. Yeah, for, this like, is, a, this is a vetting. This is a political vetting process um, for someone that's been vetted many times before. I think he has like what thirty year um, history of service to the yeah, country no, his, as a judge, right? Amazing. And the 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 shadiest part was that he served in the D.C. Circuit, if I'm not mistaken for something like 12 years. And if the DC circuit is the highest before the Supreme court and one of the most influential. So if, if he really did, you know, uh, sexually assault somebody and somebody knew about it for all these years, why didn't they bring it up during his entire time serving in the second highest court in America? Yeah. And of course the uh, FBI has only investigated him over and over and over again yeah. before they put him in these positions. So Tiffany, oh, yeah. tell us, how did you, how did you feel about this? Because obviously there was a lot of like female outcry out there, yeah. you know, um, but do you, you know, as a conservative woman, do you feel like your point of view was represented and what is your point of view on all this? All right. I have to confess, I'm not nearly as up to date and everything. I didn't hear all of the speeches and everything, but i do not think that my point of view was represented very well. Like you, like a lot of people have been coming out, like especially conservative women have been coming out with the hashtag him too, in response to the hashtag me too. Because mm-hmm. you know, the hashtag me too became a huge thing out of, out of last year. Right. And that has pretty much been the Democrats, I guess you would say go to, to pretty much say any conservative man is a sexual, like sexual predator, you know? And then like, they're trying to convince us, to where you do not have like innocent until proven guilty, mm-hmm. you know? So and is I, that, so what does hashtag him to me? Hashtag him too means that, Hey, there are two people to a story. You know, you can't like a woman can't just ruin a man's life. You know, in my opinion, if a woman, like my personal opinion is if a woman falsely a camp, a cl- um, claims that a man sexually assaulted her and then like that man ends up, Get, you know, gets punished for it. And then like, she comes out later and says, Hey, I, I falsely did this. You know, she should get penalized. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, that's the thing that doesn't happen right now. A lot of times is that women don't get penalized for that. It's like, there's two people's lives that are at risk right now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I think absolutely. We need some kind of equality um, in this whole process. It's a dangerous one. And uh, from you guys' opinions, I just want to know this real quick. I mean, we're going to continue this a little bit here before we get into anything else, because I want to know, like, how young people are thinking about this. So, first of all, let me ask you guys, do you either both of you, do you see sexual harassment going on out in the world? Do you see it? Um, I would say more so whenever, like. Yes, yes and no. I would say there's like a de- decrease in morality overall. Like a lot of people are becoming more secular. And whenever you like become more secular, you become less moral because moral is more. Um, it's not absolute. It's relative. Right. Okay. So what's truth for me is not truth for you. You know, okay. and that extends to morality as well. So I would say that is more prevalent, I guess you would say, in my generation. And I mean, my view on it is kind of along the same lines, but I mean, I do, I do know of a lot of women that have been sexually assaulted 
Um, and I, 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 I've seen a sexual assault happen, um, like just on the street, on university and like we call the cops and everything. And I mean, it's, it's unfortunate. These things are happening. However, I think it's partially due to the fact that the left has sort of pushed this, this sexual liberation that like, you know, it's, it's okay for, for men to have sex with a lot of women, you know, and it's, you know, like they, they normalize that by saying, Hey women, it's okay for you to have sex with a lot of men too. You know, like men are supposed to be the protectors of women. And back, back in the day, if you got a woman uh, pregnant, you would marry her and you would start a life and you'd start a family. That's how you teach a man to protect a woman. And that's not happening today because there's no value to it. You so know? Do, do you think that it's just an issue of men being overly aggressive to women or have you seen um, that going the other way, like women being overly aggressive to men? I mean, I think there's a part, I think there's a part, like partial part of like women simply being manipulative, you know, like uh, people, again, people focus on sexual assault towards the women's side. You know, women, what do you do to protect yourselves? And of course you should protect yourselves. But at the same time, like men can get sexually assaulted too. And a lot of people don't really notice that, Yeah, I guess. So uh, like, it does happen. It does happen. That's why I'm trying to find out from Victor if he's seen that. I know from um, from my own personal experience that's happened uh, with with one of my boys that it just seems like nowadays girls are really, really aggressive in schools. And I know we went through something like that that was happening with one of my sons. Uh, definitely wasn't a fun thing. So, yeah. I, you know, I think that this is all happening out there and it's kind of weird. And but we're we're approaching it with old standards that this is just these are just the guys doing this to women. It's yeah. not women doing it to guys. It's not a mutual thing. Like only the men are sexual creatures and the women are out there just trying to, like, do their jobs and, uh, you know, and, and I move think, on. Yeah, I think when you're talking about women being more aggressive, like I would focus that more towards like the modern feminist movement, because mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the, a lot of times that like the modern feminist movement doesn't really. They, they don't like that men and women are different. They don't highlight the differences. They focus on what women can do. Therefore, we're trying to push me- women to be second rate men. And that's not going to work, you know. And likewise for likewise for men, you know, a lot of I don't mean to, you know, pretty much generalize, but a lot mm-hmm. of the social, socialist men turn out to be girls, you know, Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Like they just yeah. very emotional. It's like, come on, be a man or something, you know? Yeah. Something's getting lost in there and we're and we're not dealing with things and there's lots of confusion. I think I, I really do believe there's lots of confusion going on out there. I'm not trying to excuse like behavior of men. I think we all need to be respectful to each other. We should treat each other as we ourselves would like to be treated, you know, um, yeah. and, and I'm just trying to find out from you guys. You know, you you probably would talk to me more easily than my sons would. You know, that's just a thing that happens. Right. So I just want to find out from you guys how that stuff is going on out there and how are people dealing with it? Do you find that like let's say we flip it back and say that women are getting into a lot of this stuff and they're getting a lot of harassment from guys? Do you find it that it's being reported or people are ignoring it? How's it being dealt with? Oh, it's it's not being reported. Like that's something that a lot of people like don't like to talk about to begin with. And but I know something that is being pushed in student government groups, I guess you would say, is uh, pretty much an app. I forget what the app is called, but it's pretty much like an an anonymous reporting service. So, you know, like if you are and they're like they're talking about bringing rape kits, rape kits to University of Florida. So like there are groups on campus kind of addressing it. I don't think the statistics of being sexually assaulted is accurate. 
because it's like one in four women, one in five women get like sexually assaulted on a college campus. That's I'm like, that would be the same as like you going into like the, like the Congo in Africa, you know? Yeah, actually, uh, in the beginning of the year, I posted a video by uh, one of the conservatives that I follow, Christina Hoff Summers, and she was sort of debunking this one in four stat. How, um, how basically uh, what, what she was saying was that the one in four stat has only occurred one time in history, and that was during uh, the raping and pillaging of Mongolia throughout Asia. <laughs> so I don't think, I don't think we have a bunch of Genghis Khans on college campuses raping women like it's mad. But what I do think it's happening is that men, a lot of men coming to coming to college uh, campuses with no prior sort of sexual experience, and they either get excited about it or they don't know what to do. And I do think that this conversation of consent is important to have. However, I think that, you know, the left and these feminists are going about it the, the you know, the wrong way. Like the, the way that it's currently being pushed on um, through, through the campus programs that I've seen here at the university um, is saying that essentially, like, you need to ask for consent for everything. You need to, before oh you kiss gosh. a girl, you say, hey, can I kiss you? And, you know, like, follow along the lines. Like, if, if you do that, it's counterintuitive. The, the more you do that, the less those things are going to happen. Believe yeah. me. You're saying that's kind of lame, right? Yeah, it's completely yeah. lame. Yeah, that's not but, uh, that's not swap. So does that make you does it, are you finding yourself as a dude? Are you pulling back more because of the environment of everything that's going on? You don't want to get caught up in all that. Are you you know, well, are you actually, curbing yourself? Uh, in my in my first year, I had a sort of scary experience where a girl kind of was, you know, unsure of the situation. And then her friend talked to her and told her that it was it was rape and it was sexual assault and she 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 kind of talked to her and then make her realize that it was as if you know you need to convince somebody as if they've been raped or not um and, and you know like the the friend sort of started to to put these ideas in this girl's head and then i was completely left out of it you know and i was i was really scared for a long time that I was just going to have the cops come to my door and say that I raped somebody that I was going to jail. You know what I mean? With no, no proof or anything like that. And, you know, so this is a, this is an issue that's close to my heart and I've done a lot of research on it. And, uh, the, you know, FBI says, says officially 2% of all, um, of all reported rapes are false, but recently it's become more like 10%. Because of the because of the Me Too movement, you know, the, the Me Too movement, what it was is that I it was very cut and clear. I was raped. That's how it started. But it's been redefined as this guy catcalled me on the street. You know, is that equal as rape? Then why are you saying Me Too and Me Too? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it doesn't mm -hmm. make sense. So you're sort of dumbing down the definition of what rape is. And it's it's become really idiotic. Anybody anybody can say they've been assaulted nowadays if you know, uh, like the one in four, um, the one in four stat came out of a report that defined an unwanted advance as sexual assault. So if I lean in for a kiss and the girl says no, that's sexual assault. You know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I remember I remember seeing something. It was something on social media that popped up. It was like they had obviously like deleted like the usernames and everything. But it was a girl saying that, like, I had sex with a man and I regretted it. Uh, you know, but like, but that's not rape. And like, you had like, like three or four other girls saying, no, that was rape. You yeah. know, if you have regrets about what happened. It's rape. 
you know? And I'm just yeah. like, no, that's. So do you guys, I mean, and here's the reason why I'm having this. I know this might like be uncomfortable for people out there, but we actually have some young people in front of us. I think um, sex is a huge part of a human being's life. And then I'm assuming when you're younger, it's an even bigger part <laughs> because you've got things that are driving you. So, and, and I know we talk about politics and all kinds of things here. Do you, do you feel like all this stuff going on in politics right now is making it more difficult for you all to deal with each other and move forward? You know, should, should everyone just have their nether regions locked up? What should we do about this? Um. <laughs> well, okay. Uh, Here's what I, I'm just, I'm, I'll just speak from the experience of men that I've seen so far in terms of friends of mine and stuff. Um, I definitely do think it's making men more scared of just going out and meeting women and talking to women because you don't know if, if they're crazy. You don't know if they're a crazy feminist that, you know, you're going to kiss them and they're going to report you to the police the next day. You know what I mean? Like men are afraid to sort of to be the dominant sex anymore. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's kind of unfortunate. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't have to worry about that too much because I, I stick around this one. Yeah. But I, you know, it's it's difficult for for a lot of guys to sort of get started again in the whole dating process because they have to put this pre-scanner in their mind of whether this girl is going to turn out to be insane. Yeah, I think it's short circuit, short circuiting a lot of relationships, which is like the most important thing to a human being. Tiffany, how do you how do you see that? Because I noticed you guys looked at each other. When I asked that question. I mean, I don't know exactly how to answer that question. Um, I mean, from the women's side, you know, it's different whenever you're a conservative. I don't really speak to liberal women about this. Mm -hmm. um, I will say that, like, I would say, judging by the news, that like, women do feel more empowered, which is a good thing. But at the same time, like, there's a difference between feeling empowered and feeling you have a voice and just trying to ruin someone's life because why you don't want to take responsibility. You don't want to take the guilt, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that women need to consider. And I think that's like links pretty well into like the pro-life pro-choice movement. You know, it's like not taking responsibility for your actions from like a really delicate situation. Mm -hmm. um, so, so, so you would say this whole thing with Kavanaugh didn't do anything to help the, uh, no, it did nothing. There, right? It did nothing to help. Like that hashtag Me Too movement. It's supposed to be like, oh, specifically women in Hollywood, right? You know, you know, like Hollywood is pretty much the epitome of groupthink, and yet you have this hotbed of pretty much a sex ring going around among the Hollywood actors and actresses. Mm -hmm. You know, so that was. I would say the hashtag Me Too movement was primarily for them, and you know. I'm sorry that it took you 20 years to come forward with it. Um, but there's a difference between like, I, I forget, it was a Harvey Weinstein, I think the guy's name was. Yeah. Every, everyone knew that this was going on. So you had plenty of witnesses. You had plenty of people. There's a difference between that man and Brett Kavanaugh. You know, Kavanaugh, there was no witnesses. His entire life record has been one of pretty much justice you know, you had the Bar Association pretty much say, hey, this man is a very moral guy. His, like, livelihood is pretty much upstanding. You know, there's a big difference between the two. And just coming out and falsely accusing Brett Kavanaugh, you know, of some, doing something like that is just... Yeah. You know, well, I it, think it, when you, when, it's power getting to their heads, basically. Yeah, I think when you vilify all men, uh, you know, that's a way to neuter 
an entire nation, if not oh, the yeah. entire planet, right? If you just make all all men into that. Now, obviously, I think there are there are bad people out there, men and women. Oh, yeah. So obviously in, in um, these situations, you have guys that are bad. You have women that are bad. Uh, you know, it hasn't come out that much. But even some of the people in the Me Too movement that are women have done the same things that they're saying that were done to them. Yeah. So, you know, and that's kind of like a, a cycle of uh, victimization that does happen. Right. Someone gets victimized and they victimize other people. So that all that that all makes sense. I think that we really we really need to deal with this in order to move forward, because this is a thing that you can use every single time politically to, to block people or create uh, situations or doubt or plant doubt about people. And it's going to be tough to move forward and deal with all the other things that we have to if we're going to consistently come back to that and go, this is a guy, so therefore he's guilty and he's a horrible person, so we can't yeah. believe anything that this person says when we all have to move forward together. I mean, it's it's just a point, like, I feel like, um, I guess i say, like, with the whole race issue, right? Like, they're saying, like, oh, white people have to pay, like, repara reparations to, like, the black people for enslaving them so long. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, at that point, you're just telling, like, there's a different type of slavery going on. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you you're either in, yeah, you're either wanting revenge or you're not wanting slavery, basically. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be like you have to make you basically have to grow up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. also you have to think like uh, with the thing about reparations, we're kind of like past that. If you if if yes that was no. if that was even if that was even oh, here's what I mean about it. If that was even a thing. Right. You can't do anything about it now when none of those people are alive. Yeah, right? I mean, so yeah. so the people who were victimized and the people who were the victimizers are no longer alive. And obviously we have people that geographically move locations, went through a lot of crazy stuff that they're trying to recover from. But you, you're, you're not necessarily going to fix that by just solely going after the descendants of those people who didn't do anything and going, guess what? Whatever yeah. you have, we're taking it from you because we're giving it here. Or are you just magically going to oh, yeah. make this up from somewhere and give it to someone, right? And That's not the solution for it. Conservatives and libertarians and people on the right side of the spectrum, even moderates get that. Leftists don't. Like, here's the thing. Here's the thing about reparations, right? It, it comes from this original idea of, uh, you know, after, after the Jim Crow laws, they said, hey, we're going to give you 50 acres and a mule as reparations. That was the original definition of what reparations was for the people at the time that, that had actually been affected. And at that time, it was a good solution for it. But unfortunately, that, that was shut down and that never happened. So this idea of reparations kept like getting back. And it's like, is how much is 50 acres of a mule really worth? Because if you ask any of these leftists, you know, you ask them, okay, you know, I've had several discussions with these people and you ask them, okay, we'll give you reparations. How much? They never give you an answer. You know why? Because the United States was built on the backs of of slaves. And it's like, uh, sure, OK, I'll give you that. That's a good point. But what's what's the number? Give me a number. Well, the entire the entirety of civilization from the beginning of civilization up until this moment right now and probably for another couple of hundred years until we figure this all out will be built on the back of slaves yeah and and I, and that's everyone being enslaved not just africans so i mean that's the weird thing about it right you know i know there's yeah. some people have, out have there you heard that of, uh, unpaid internships <laughs> <laughs> that's a different thing victor 
different thing. So, you know, there's not, no one makes you do that. <laughs> and then you get benefits out of it. So show it. But the thing is, listen, everyone's been enslaved. And I know sometimes I get flack from people because they're like, oh, so aren't you supporting the black people? I'm a descendant of, of slaves, you know? So am I. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So the thing is, though, that you, that we have to remember in this whole equation when we're looking at it, I was having this discussion with Lola not too long ago, and Lola is African. OK, so she is not a descendant of slaves because she was born in Africa. She's never had like her genetics mix. We did the genetic test and all that. And what do I mean by that? Like when I say she's not a descendant of slaves, she's actually descendant of people who sold people that were literally their relatives into slavery. And wow. this is what people don't understand about slavery for the most part. There were some people that were kidnapped by the white man. Most people were were uh, sold by their own people into slavery. You know, we just yeah. had we just had the first lady in Ghana and all that kind of stuff visiting a fort. What people don't realize is there's no way you can have a fort in Ghana and that was like the, you know, the hub of slavery, right? Slave triangle. The African part that it connects to is Ghana and or is West Africa. And you can't have that. You can't have all these millions of Africans and this a couple of white dudes come in there and take slaves unless the Africans agree to that. So if we yeah. go back in history and we look at it, that's what happened. So so there's an African side to this. Are Africans going to give up some reparations? Yeah, well, South well, Africans are already doing that. Yeah. Well, South I mean, in trouble right now. Oh no, they're they're crazy. They're taking away literally. I don't even I don't even remember. I think they're taking away like some of the land of the white people now. Yeah, they're uh, the the current government is uh, is essentially saying that it rather is empowering people by saying, "Hey, you've been oppressed." Go ahead and take all the take all of the farmland, you know, you know, and then what what happens is they they I mean, this is it's hard to report on these things because, you know, it's it's something that people don't want to talk about. But, uh, you know, what what's what's been happening as far as I know is that they they take the land, they kill the farmers that are in it. And, you know, these are farmers, but they don't know how to run the farm. So South Africa is going to have a huge hunger problem in a couple of years because you're killing all the farmers and all the crops are dying. Yeah. We don't solve problems by constantly looking into the past. I don't think we should ignore the past. I think we should look at it. We should understand it. This horrible thing happened. Let's not forget about that. Right. That happened. We don't want it to happen again. Slavery is a horrible thing. We should eliminate slavery on the face of this planet. Lots of people are enslaved today, like real for real yeah. slavery. I'm not talking like mental slavery or child yeah. trafficking. Yeah. Or or I'm not talking like slavery to banks or anything like, like all of us are in that, you know. But the thing is, we can't we can't deal with it if we dwell there. What we have to think is like we're here right now and we have to somehow move forward. I think this is with all the different problems that we have that we have to realize we're here now and we have to move forward and we can't just dwell in what happened to our ancestors yeah, you know, and I mean, how they treated each other we got to think about how we're treating each other now and how we're going to treat each other going forward i mean it's it's insane like when i when i came here from brazil you know like brazil has the worst history with slaves uh all the majority of the slaves that came from africa came to brazil and 95 percent of the slaves that came to brazil were brutally murdered. Why? Because there are no property rights in Brazil. Slaves aren't your property. So, so you know, Dinesh D'Souza said this, the, the slaves that were treated like property because they were in America, they were treated better because, you know, they're your property. You don't want to lose value of your property. In Brazil, there was no such thing. So people were beating them left and right. 
of the majority of the slaves that were shipped there, millions. You know, and my uh, my great great grandmother was a slave from South Africa. You know, they were all brutally murdered. And you know, in Brazil, the I think the difference is there was no such thing as a Jim Crow law. It was just kind of like uh, it was socially difficult for a while. It was it was difficult terrain, but we eventually got over that. But nobody ever talks about reparations in Brazil. Um, yeah, because of that, there's no way it's, it doesn't make sense there, just like it doesn't make sense here. I think we just have to move forward. And I think, you know, we see examples of that when you look at like you guys are the youth, right? You're the future of the world. And if I look at you, you know, for me, I'm happy about it because I see that the youth, the future is not just thinking in one mold. You know, you're not you're not thinking like everyone else. I'm sure you guys go through this in school, being conservatives and oh, all that kind of stuff, you know. We have some fun stories if you want to hear. <laughs> yeah, I, I can imagine we could talk about it. What is it, you know, just to, like not to switch, but you guys, what is it like to be conservative? Uh, there's a bunch of things going on. I don't know if you guys have to deal with anything because, you know, you're obviously like a mixed uh, race couple a little bit, you know, <laughs> you got some of that going on. You have all these different things going on. How do you deal with it? Do you want to tell them about the one time where uh, a trainee violently grabbed the sign from you? Oh, yeah. You had a, okay, we were talking, um, all right, so part of the structure of YAF, we obviously have a lot of positions, and last year I was the activism director. And uh, in the activism director, we pretty much created committees for different topics. So we had a pro-life committee, we had a pro-2A committee, we had a capitalism committee, we have a prevent as Islamofascism. Yeah. And let's just let's just set this up for people out there who may not realize you go to the University of Florida, which has a lot of hippies. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Not only a lot of hippies, but like a lot of liberals. And yes. And yeah. A lot of a lot of beta socialists. Yeah. So most of the groups are on the other side. I have seen people in the from the University of Florida protesting um, and, and like, you know, uh, shouting at soldiers and stuff like that, walking on the street. Oh, my God. So I've seen that kind of craziness happen. So I'm just trying to set up the kind of school environment that you guys are in. And you're saying you're on the flip side of that and you have all these groups, right? Yeah. And uh, well, anyway, like one day you had um, we were out there for White Women Wednesday. Basically, like White Women Wednesday is focused on a Islamic women in the Middle East, uh, mm-hmm. pretty much. Because those are those are that's an actual group that's really oppressed. Like you're not. So wait, who had the white women Wednesday group? Who had the? Was that you guys had the white women Wednesday group? Yeah, white being wear white, like not racially white. Okay, all right, (laughs) got to clarify. Exclusive. (laughs) Okay, all right, go ahead. And uh, it was basically focused on one of the one of the laws in Iran. Basically, if a woman doesn't have her hijab on, she gets what is it? 49 slashes 49 slashes to the back 49 slashes to the back for not wearing her hijab and and she she can't even wear her hijab. slashes slashes or lashes like like whip lashes L- whip lashes okay mm-hmm. okay uh but to the back and everything that's an actual okay. law in iran mm-hmm. and uh it's pretty much and then we we pretty much had a day focused on um i guess you would say islamic countries in the middle east about how women don't have a lot of rights there like you don't have right. education you don't have the right to drive can't walk outside without your man you can't walk up yeah you i can't. mean i like that one but you, i mean you have to have uh, your hair okay back shut up Victor. <laughs> anyway and uh we yeah. were out there we were out there tabling with that and i had like a sign up there pretty much saying what the law said uh-huh. and you had this 
Okay, I had a great discussion with four Pakistani women about it because they are actually, you know, Muslim and everything. So I pretty mm-hmm. much explained to them, it's like, hey, like, we, like, we, yeah, make sure that we know our stuff. So we actually do research and, you know, we look at, yeah, I think it was, it was a, that was it, Hadith 4? Yeah, yeah, it was the, the fourth Hadith verse 100 something yeah, but he yeah. knows about the ones that that can help him out that's it. <laughs> he's only he's only he's only thinking about nice. to benefit him yeah yeah um, i mean we, look, we looked at the quran we looked at the hadiths and everything and so we knew our stuff and so i'm talking to these four pakistani women about all of the all of this that we're like pretty much saying the making i guess you'd say it's making people aware of the situation mm-hmm. and you okay. have this giant transgender woman a man Man, whatever, you know, come up, rip the poster out of my hand, shred it to shreds and starts booking it. And that's what was what was on the poster. What did you have on the poster? It said um, it had it had this specific hadith, which is a chapter in in Quran uh, in the Quran. And it said specifically like uh, it was essentially justifying why it's okay to beat women. Okay. yeah, it was uh, that specific verse. And like we make sure that we don't like. Uh, like obviously like we i'm not it's a delicate situation because you're talking about religion obviously mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. there is a point where you should be able to criticize some parts like people cr- criticize christianity all the time and we talk about it and we have the quran there they could check it, it it's all there exactly yeah. so what was this guy what was um this woman what was her problem with this poster if you guys are making people aware of something i would assume that you know oh, there I wouldn't mean, be anything wrong with you making people aware of something that's that's in the Quran, right? Exactly. Especially whenever it comes to beating women, you know? Right. Okay. So, and you guys yeah. were saying, obviously, that's not right. Obviously, that's not right and everything. And so she pretty much just ripped it out. Like, I got a couple, I got a couple paper clips, like, you know, uh, paper, paper cuts, cuts on my hand from okay. that. Mm-hmm. So I followed, I followed this, this man that was dressed funny. Uh, I followed, I followed them for like 30 minutes because they would refuse to have any sort of dialogue. All I wanted was a conversation. You know, I wanted to say, like, why, why, why do you think that it's okay to destroy somebody's property? Why do you think it's okay to just like? So you were running, you were running this woman down. Yeah. Even though you know you could get, you could get, well, you could get beat down. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, he made friends with cops that day. Yeah, because I, I called, I called UPD and I explained the situation. They had to corner him slash her in. Because every time I gave the location, they would like move to a different one. So I kept giving them the location until there was nine cops and they just surrounded her. And I was like, that was beautiful. And, <laughs> and she, and she kept one. walking and the cop said, if you take one more step, I have to arrest you. And then just like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay. It was yeah. great. So, and so, the, and, and this yeah. was all over destroying your property and, and stuff, right? Were there like in charges? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, hard, it's like a poster. It's hardly anything, but at the same time, it is, it's considered, if it's in your hands, it's considered a property. And we've not only had a problem with posters, like people tear our posters all the time. Like we've, like we've been doing a lot of flyering this week and people have been taking our flyers at like every day. So every night we've oh. been having to go back up there and put it back. Additionally, people's phones have been broken. Wow. A friend you of guys ours, don't have security when you're doing this stuff? You don't have like uh, campus security or anything like that? No, I mean, you have campus cops and everything, but the average response time is about 10 to 15 minutes. So when you're doing this, they're not there. Like no. uh, 
protecting you guys. Cause I know when other things happen on the campus, there's a crap ton of cops up there, you know, protecting other people when they want to do stuff up there. But you right, guys right. are saying you don't get that same support. Well, I mean, it's in the middle of the day it's Turlington and people get angry. Well, well, hang on. I think they destroyed Anthony Leonardi's phone. Yeah, at night. That, that was at night. Phone. That was at night. And we did call the cops for that. Yeah. But okay. uh, just just to, to finish up the, the story, which was has an interesting end to it, because um, I told the cop, essentially, um, they asked me, you know, hey, do you want to press charges? And I said, you know, I don't think so. I think this was enough to, to scare him. And I, I don't think they'll mm-hmm. do it again. And the cop was like, no, do something, because this person has shown no remorse whatsoever. And she literally says she'll do it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I was yeah. like, okay. And then they recommended that uh, that I request that she has a meeting with uh, the dean of students. With I the think. dean of students. Oh. So this was a student. Yeah. This was another student. Student. Yeah. Student. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you guys, you guys like deal with like these acts of violence all the time on the campus when you're out more there. More or less. We've, we've gotten pretty used to it. Like uh, we. I mean, well, you like, shouldn't. You should not be used to it. It shouldn't happen. I mean, we're <laughs> talking. Uh, the the other side says that they believe in freedom. Why can you guys not express your freedom? Oh yeah, no. There's a very big difference between being tolerant on the left and being tolerant on the right. Um, you know, like a big example is whenever we had we had a an abortion graveyard for the anniversary of Roe v. Wade, mm-hmm. and I like I I wasn't even talking to the person very much. Like I just I got there. I had to get my pack, backpack up. I introduced myself. It's like, hey, it was nice to meet you. And uh, I was leaving to my class and he was getting very like we like to debate people all the time. So he was debating a friend of mine and he looked at me. It's like, no, it was not a pleasure to meet you. You're a failed abortion. Everyone that believes in pro-life is a failed abortion. Like, you should just die. And I'm just like, wow. <laughs> if that was me in that situation, I'd be like, I guess I'll just die now. Yeah. <laughs> Being a failed, being called a failed abortion kind of hits home for me because the doctors mm-hmm. actually did say that I should be aborted because my mom has sickle cell anemia. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, that, that, that one, that one kind of stuck up. Another one. It's, is it's a weird up. thing, right? These are the same yeah. people that, that, um, you know, they, they believe in abortion, but then they want to take guns away from people because all these kids are dying, but then they're killing kids and they're people killing their own kids. Yeah, that and like they're all for like the civil rights and everything. But fun fact, like in the I think it's, it's in New York City, more black babies are aborted every day than actually born. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. Jay Dempsey says, but now I'm tabling with Yav so they can't do that anymore. Yeah. Jay Dude, Dempsey's huge. He's, oh, he's huge. <laughs> he's our big wrestling boy. Oh, OK. I, OK. I thought that was the, I know there was a football player that was in Yav that I met. Danny. Danny Weldon. OK. He's still there, right? Uh, well, he's no like he was our founder and president, but then he backed off this year because like, hey, it's time to let you guys grow on your own. Oh, okay. So, and okay. he's a senior this year. He has a lot going on, and plus he's like Dan Mullen. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been pushing our uh, he's been pushing our Gators very very hard. Yeah. So his schedule yeah. is pretty much increased exponentially. He's getting ready to graduate and all that. So yeah, yeah I mean, I want to you know, it's a, this is a tough thing that you guys are facing. It's probably. You know, every other thing on the campus is okay, right? But but you guys being conservative, that's a problem. You guys having conservative point oh, of views yeah. and opinions, you know, that you're expressing peacefully, that's a problem that's met with violence from people who say that they don't believe in violence. Pretty much. That's and the the best part. I wouldn't say that's everybody though. That's like maybe 25% of the people that we encounter. That's a, that's a lot of people at UF. How many how many students go there? 
I mean, you have, I, I think it's 50,000 students in undergrad, like between 40 and 50,000 in undergrad, but it's just the people that approach us. Right. So, yeah. I mean, that's a lot of people. Yeah. The yeah. best guy was the other day. I thought it was really funny. Oh no. Uh, he, uh, he went to the table and he was like, okay, all right, you guys are, you guys are pro-life and all that. Um, and then he goes, uh, he points to the, to the, uh, pro gun sticker and he's like, how can you be pro-life? And pro guns, gotcha. And I, <laughs> well, guess what? There's, what? Listen, there's lots of different things. I, listen, there's lots of different things out there. Rodney Brady says that I'm wilding, which I know what that means. That's like old New York City slang. He says, right. oh. and he says he's pro gun and pro abortion. I listen. I get it. I, yeah. I'm personally anti-abortion, but I'm pro gun. Yeah, I, I mean, the, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in guns because I want to destroy people, but I do believe in violence when I have to defend myself. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, so, you only wish you had a gun whenever you need one, right? Right, and it's like these leftists live in this, in this, in these privileged. You know, talk about privilege. They live in these privileged bubbles where they never know what it's like to ever need a gun. You know what I mean? Like it, like I grew up in Brazil. Like I saw people. I saw somebody die in front of my eyes. Like, I bet you he wished he had a gun. You know what I mean? Like, these people just have no idea what it's like to feel that you need to protect yourself. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they they won't have that idea until they do. The reality is, is that we all need to protect ourselves. Okay, mostly against the government and against other other individuals out there that don't want to give you the right to be an individual. That's where it becomes a problem when someone tries to uh, to force themselves on your individuality or your right to exist or have something you need to defend yourself. That someone can also be the government more like more than likely, you know, or both of those sets of people. So and they're out there. I mean, we're talking about the same people that, you know, are talking about stuff that's going on in government right now with Kavanaugh and Trump and all that. And they're like, these guys are, you know, tyrannical and all that. How do, how do they think they're going to deal with that if they really believe that these people are Oh, tyrannical? yeah. Donald Trump is such a ty- is such a tyrant. Please take away our guns. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't, you know, what they're saying doesn't make any sense. How are they going to, like back in my times when I was you guys age a long ass time ago, just to yeah. give you, just to give you some perspective on that, I graduated. Ages? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank- okay, thanks, Victor. <laughs> I graduated high school in 1988. That's literally 30 years ago. Oh wow. Yeah. So, you know, in my time, all, all the liberals were out there saying we have to be able to defend ourselves and fight back. There's, you know, I think they're still kind of saying that right now. How do they think they're going to do that when they voluntarily disarm? Call the cops. Oh, yeah. Well, it's going to be the, co- the it's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be the cops. When someone, the when cops. Someone, <laughs> exactly. If someone takes over the government and says, hey, we're getting rid of all these people, all these people over here, we're going to get rid of them, regardless of who that is. Right. It could be people like us. It could be people, people like them. It could be anyone. It doesn't matter to me. I believe in freedom. So when that happens, I want everyone, including them, to be able to defend themselves. It looks to me like they're setting everyone up for the slaughter, including themselves. Oh, yeah, definitely. And that's a part of like, I guess that relates also to the free speech to intolerance, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, I might not like what you have to say, but like, gosh darn it, you better have the right to say it, you know? Yeah. I feel like a lot of a lot of the liberals on campus, like they legit had a seminar on hate speech pretty much, and how to approach it. 
and okay. they're saying like, oh, hate speech can be dangerous. People can like die from it or something. Like it's just yeah. One of one of the talks that UF had was uh, how to deal with violence and hate in Trump's America. Oh my god. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So so they're obviously in in that uh, seminar. They just have a whole bunch of mirrors, and they're all looking at <laughs> the mirror and talking to themselves. I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay, um, you know, I, I could definitely stick on this because I know you guys. Uh, this this could pr- this probably gets really deep, and I'm oh, sure yeah. there's a lot of kids there that believe what you guys believe, but they're they're really worried to come up against what you're going up against, right? So, right. Um, and and then I don't know, is there any effect that you guys will have with that when you get out of college and then move on with your careers? Do you think there's going to be an effect there? Are you, you know, are you looking I mean, forward thinking about any of those things? I would say that like one day, Daniel Weldon did a very good job starting Young Americans for Freedom at UF because UF prior to prior to UF didn't really have much of a conservative voice. Like college Republicans didn't do anything. Turning point was a joke, you know. So and then within about six months of getting UF into existence, they brought Ben Shapiro on campus. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got involved. That's how I and, got involved too. And finally, you pretty much have a conservative. You have that's the first conservative speaker in like ten years at UF, which is very sad. Mm-hmm. You know, because you have to have the diversity of thought. This is an educational facility. You know, what are you going to do if you just have like, what do you want to do? Turn into Hollywood? No, you do actually do have conservative students at UF. And I think they, they uh, would if they could. They would if they could. I mean, it's it's so hypocritical because I just remember from from the first week of participating with uh, with Ben Shapiro, people were complaining on a student newspaper that how how can their student fees uh, Ben Shapiro oh, costs yeah. twenty thousand dollars at the time? How can their student fees uh, be put to somebody that that spews such hateful rhetoric? Oh yeah, and, he's and a then, Nazi, by the way. Yeah. Ben Shapiro is a Nazi. The Jew <laughs> is a Nazi. Yeah, and then the next week. They brought Chelsea Handler and they paid her $120,000 and nobody said anything. Wow. You know, so like you have, there's obviously a misbalance at UF and the thing is we're doing our best to one. My philosophy is just bring the conservative, like bring conservatism to campus as much as possible. Cause a lot of people don't, they aren't exposed to it. Right. If they were raised liberal, they watch CNN all the time and they just stick to their own little college Democrats group. And they finally they meet a conservative. What is their point of view going to be? Yeah. You know, yeah. a lot. A lot of times we are the first, pretty much, encounter with conservatism to a lot of these people. Yeah. So I feel like that's a that's a big thing on our part. We have to represent very well. Yeah. Well, yeah. here's the thing. These these guys think they're rebels, but you guys are actually rebels. Just remember that they think they're rebels. They think they're like fighting back against something. You guys are actually fighting back against something. You're actually running a risk. They're just sheep. They're doing the safe thing. They're going along with everyone else in the group so that they don't get noticed. And you guys are standing up, which means you will get noticed and you're going to face lots of problems out there. Um, even people who believe what you're saying and are with you may not actually, you know, they're not going to publicly join you. I know you're I mean, dealing so with that. Here's the thing, though. Like, we've had a lot of people start coming up. I remember the, I think it was legit the fall a lot last year fall first day of class i had a i went i took government my first day i wore a yaf hat and i had like one or two students come up to me and say hey you're you're in yaf it's like yeah it's like i'm a i'm like one of the officers over there it's like 
oh my gosh i wanted i saw the ben shapiro live and the ben shapiro thing on live i want to get involved in yaf mm-hmm. you know so you have random people knowing what yaf is because like it's conservative mm-hmm. and that's something that they identify with even if they aren't like they don't want to be like i guess we say politically active like we're not political by like you know because we're 501c3 but we do talk about conservative issues right yeah and so if you're actually conservative like you have a point of view to look at you know at uf and if you do want to get involved because my part my problem my freshman year is that there was no way to get involved like again ufcrs is a joke turning point usa was nothing yeah here's the thing that you guys may not know um Every time we've had you on and we put why you know YAF or Young Americans for Freedom and all that, any of any of those videos that exist have been blocked or even just deleted outright. Are you really? serious? Yeah, I, there's obviously someone out there at YouTube or whatever it is is aware of of uh, what's going on <laughs> with the organization. We run into problems every single time. Oh yeah, I'm sure yeah. you know. Yeah, every single time. There's something about that. Like all the videos I've done with you guys have run into problems. So, you know, uh, but listen, keep keep doing it, okay? You, I, I believe that you have to keep doing it. I know it's tough and you're going to pay a price for it. Uh, I'm not trying to switch. I know there's a bunch of things you wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about some voting things that are yes. coming up here in Florida as, as well as... Yeah, all around the country. Uh, I think we were going to cover uh, some of the amendments going on, but I know that Victor also had something funny he wanted to share with us. Right. Speaking uh, of voting, Victor. Yeah. So uh, so yesterday I went to uh, the socialist alternative meeting. Um, you, and went, I, you infiltrated. No, I just I just went. I went. They to, know him by name. now. Yeah, they uh, yeah. They uh, as soon as I walk in, they're like Victor Santos from Young Americans for Freedom. We know you're here. And I was like, <laughs> hello. <Okay. laughs> like, yeah. like, can mm-hmm. I be here? You know, loud and, and proud, like, loud and proud. Exactly. Uh-huh. And okay. we didn't we, we didn't say anything. We just listened to people going absolutely insane. Uh, one of their plans was actually uh, taking over the Fortune 500 companies, all 500 of them, and democratically electing people to run a company. And for, I have two questions about that. One, how are you going to do it? Because nobody's going to give up these companies. They're going to do it by violence. So that's how, you know, that's how real, real socialism starts right there. Uh, And number two, so if you're, let's say they do give them up peacefully. If you're elect, if you, if you give me, they kept mentioning Amazon and oh, Amazon.com is so evil. Amazon, Amazon, Amazon. And this lady had like an Amazon backpack on. It was pretty funny. Mm -hmm. Uh, how how if you give me amazon.com i'm gonna run it so i maximize the profits for for me mostly and then for everybody else because that's mm-hmm. human nature like we want to benefit ourselves first like i think the big issue with socialism is that they just forget about human nature whatsoever I mean, we can have a long talk about the moral moral aspects of capitalism over Well, you say how are they going to do it victor i have to tell you that on our side i don't know if you guys are aware of this but they are doing it you know you say how are they going to do it they are doing it i mean google youtube these are incredibly uh liberal progressive organizations they're coming down on people already we were talking about this yesterday fifth third bank um, has a policy now that they're not dealing with any gun companies so um, yeah. there was actually something in the news. They went to Spikes Tactical, which is a very popular um, uh, seller of 
uh, AR parts and things like that. And they told him, yeah, you guys, you, you need to uh, get another loan, <laughs> you know, and we're not going to, you know, you need to get your credit and all that somewhere else. Cause we're not going to do it with you anymore. We're I mean, basically what direction. we can do is pretty much fight back and say, Hey, we're not going to deal with you anymore. I mean, at that point, like the companies have a choice to do that, but we as a consumer have a choice to not buy from them. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's true. I agree with you. But that means that we have to set up our own ecosystems then. Oh, I mean, I, you know, like Hollywood, again, I bring Hollywood up, but it's a good example. Like a, a lot of our entertainment comes from Hollywood, but we don't really have a lot of conservative like entertainment outlets. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. something that we need to, like, I guess you would say build either that or somehow infiltrate Hollywood. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I think we need to do our own things. We need to have our own ecosystem because ultimately there's just so many SJWs out there that it's too late. They've already taken over. We're we're thinking what happens if they infiltrate? They've already done it. Right. You know, so we've already had the invasion of the body snatchers. They're already in these companies and this is where they're coming to us from. But, Victor, so I I know you got your hands on something. What was it? What what did you get from this? uh, What was the name of this thing you went to yesterday? Uh, it was called uh, the Socialist Alternative. Okay, that's what it's called. Yeah, very nice. Uh-huh. Uh, and I starvation. Got, uh, that's called starvation. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell us this, about it. This handy dandy uh, 2018 nonpartisan voter guide. Key- okay, so they made a social, they made a socialist voter guide. That's what you're saying. Yeah, and they're calling it nonpartisan. Okay, hold so that up again so so people can see it here. Let's get a look at that. Okay. Non nonpartisan. Okay. Yeah, it looks they, it looks official. <laughs> oh yes, and they run by all of the amendments and everything. Um, and the, the the it's it's it becomes most obvious when it actually comes to the uh, the the candidates. So it, I don't know if you can tell here, but um, here you have you have Bill Nelson uh, versus Rick Scott, and they they both ask them questions. But for Bill Nelson, all of his questions are here. And for Rick Scott, it just said no response. And this is for all of the candidates, except for all every single Republican candidate. It says no response. So what does it look like that they didn't ask them or something? But like, you or know, they didn't like, want to answer anything. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. but that, that, that doesn't mean like you don't you don't put it there. And then you say nonpartisan. <laughs> I like how you think Richard Hughes. <laughs> Um, and then, and then another thing is they give you a Rich, handy Richard handy. Hughes says, can I get a copy of that? So I know what to vote against. Uh, exactly. Yeah. By the way, Rodney Brady says, uh, and you know, I, I guess he's disagreeing with us here. He says there are no real socialists running America cornballs repeating shit. They don't research. If you lived under socialism, let me know. Stop the, <laughs> he's got, he's got I don't a lot know. of stuff. I call Bernie Sanders uh, a socialist. Yeah. Or I think there's lots that. of, absolutely. There's lots of socialists. Uh, if you looked at the Kavanaugh thing. There's lots of socialists out there, and there's also socialists running companies in America. So um, maybe they maybe they think they're not socialists, but they definitely are. So that's you know that's a pretty simple thing. Or or hey, if you don't see it that way, then that's just a matter of perspective. All right, go ahead. I'm listening to you. All right, you guys want to like go forward with the amendments because I see that we have like 45 minutes left. Um, yeah, let's 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 hit up some of the amendments. And this is here in Florida, but everywhere that you guys out there are listening and you're voting, I, I recommend that you pay attention to what's going on. And um, just as a little preface here, here in Florida, how many amendments are up? What is it like 13, 14 amendments to the Constitution? I only saw twelve. I think. yeah. I think they removed. They removed one. They removed one. It's thirteen. They, yeah, they removed. Um, 
I think they removed the dog racing one. If I wasn't. Yeah, they removed they removed a Amendment Eight. Amendment Eight. On Friday, it's talking about school board term limits. That's okay. the one that they removed. Yeah, and the thing that we all want to pay attention to. So here in Florida, for example, the gun control that that uh, that it's it's a law now, I guess, but it's going to be challenged. And I think we have someone coming on sometime this week or next week that's part of the challenge to to oh, these uh, gun control laws. But you know. A lot of this stuff is unconstitutional, not just, you know, for um, the American Constitution, but for the Constitution of the state of Florida. So what people want to do is change the Constitution of the state of Florida. This is always they're always trying to do these things. So there's this stuff's going on right now. And people need to pay attention. So that when you go out there to vote, you have some idea of what you do want to vote for and what you don't want to vote for. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't want to take the time, like we're going to take the time right now to go through some of these things. But if that's too boring for you, you know, and you don't want to do it, then just vote no to everything. Exactly. When in doubt, vote no. Yeah. Just vote when in no doubt, to everything. Out, fellas. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we've got two versions of this. Hold on. Let me share with the folks out there, Tiffany, the one that you sent. Uh, I'll just put that here in the chat for anyone who wants to look at it. People here in Florida that are thinking about this. And we'll try to go through it quick um, so that we can maybe take some questions from folks out there if they have questions for you guys. But uh, let's go through it. All right. Amendment one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Do it. All right. Uh, Pretty much the gist of Amendment one is that it is increasing the home value for you to get a tax exemption. Yeah. So it's the homestead exemption increase. Yes. Yeah. So I want to say previously, if um, I want to say previously, it says like what seventy five thousand is pretty much the maximum that your house can value. Yeah, so it's limiting taxes on on the value of your home. So in Florida, yeah. we have an, we have the homestead exemption. So if you yeah. have a home, they can only tax you for part of that value. There's a limitation of what that value is, and so this one is to increase that, right? It's increasing the value of the house, basically. So you have a you have a set cutoff of any house that is greater than seventy five thousand, then you're not going to get this tax exemption, or at least you're going to be a maximum of fifty thousand for home. Mm-hmm. A max, yeah, the maximum homestead exemption under current law is fifty thousand for either home, right? And mm-hmm. what what, the, what this amendment is doing is increasing the value of the home that that fifty thousand um, tax exemption would uh, go to. It's going to go to a maximum of one hundred twenty five thousand rather than just 75,000 uh, valued homes. Yeah, so this is basically less tax, less taxes for people. Yeah, so yeah. we recommend yeah. voting yes on that one. Okay, I you mean, guys are less, you know, less taxes. Now let's let's also bear in mind here, you know, you, you wanna figure out how you wanna do this. So you can look at this in two ways, right? So less taxes, this is how, um, this is how the municipalities are collecting money to do the services. So that's yeah. one thing. I, um, I, less socialism. Like I have yeah. the um, I have the arguments for for and against. Yeah. Uh, like the for like the for statement is like again this is a tax exemption right it makes homes more affordable, uh for like and people on both the Republican and Democrat side are in favor of this, uh people that are not against it uh that are not in favor of it sorry, is like the Florida League of Cities Florida Association Counties Florida City and County Management, uh Florida Policy Institute. And their, their biggest argument for saying that this would be a decrease of $644.7 million per year. Yeah. Um, 
so they're just saying that it's a tax shift, not really a tax break. Um, but again, both sides are yeah. in support of this. So yeah. like, ultimately I like less taxes. Also, you yeah. know, when I get more of my money, I can decide how to spend it. And well, then and I, go know to that, things. I know that the Republican party of Florida did specifically endorse this one. I have a list of what the Republican party of Florida did endorse. If you guys care about that. Yeah. So, um, Vanessa Kitty says, what does this proposition do? Um, basically it allows people with a hundred, with, uh, houses between a hundred thousand and $125,000 houses to be able to get a tax break. Yeah. Uh, so, whereas previously you were not allowed to. Yeah. So what so happened is upping the threshold. Yeah. So if you had a home, they only right now on the books, you can only take so much of the value of your home and it's limited to, it's limited to a certain amount of money. Um, now it's increasing that limit so you can get more of your home that you're tax exempt from. That's what the homesteading is. So yeah. if you know, it, so I'll give you guys an example, a quick way to understand this. Um, Lola and I moved to Florida from, um, from New Jersey. In New Jersey, our home, we were paying every year, this was back in 2003, like $13,000, $14,000 a year in the taxes for our house alone. That sucks. Yeah. So what happens is just imagine, like I had a friend, we we, we were a young couple, obviously, you know, we had younger Basically, kids. don't vote Andrew Gillum. <laughs> yeah, this is what will happen to you. So now we just started buying that house. I had a friend who bought the house back in the 80s and he pretty much owned it. So like for us, our taxes were built into our mortgage. Every time we paid our mortgage, we had to, it was higher because we had to pay for those taxes. But for my friend that owned his home and was about to retire, he had to go every year and pay that tax. Oh, my God. So as a guy that was about to retire, just to live in his home and not have it repossessed from him, he had to go pay like thirteen, fourteen thousand dollars $14,000 in taxes. So in Florida and other places, we have this home exemption, which um, limits how much they can tax you on your home. Yeah. You know, obviously, there's other ways to collect taxes and things like that. I think in America, we need to simplify. The whole tax system is batshit crazy. Yeah, so, no, it's way yeah. too long. We need to simplify that. And by the way, in places in Florida, uh, people are, are paying close to that now, depending on where you live. So Yeah, I mean, if you're closer to the coast, obviously. Yeah, if you live in West Palm Beach, it's pretty, it's pretty high. Yeah, anywhere I'm that's run by people. liberals, huh? I'm in the panhandle, so it's very cheap. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's let's go on to another one here. Uh, Amendment two, a permanent cap on non-homestead parcel assessment increases. So. Yeah, so that's related to that again, and that's like, uh, so, so it's trying to limit it to 10% a year for non-homestead properties, right? But, yeah, basically the the current percent the current cap is 10%. But it's basically expiring January 1st of 2019. What this amendment is doing is pretty much making that cap at 10% permanently. Yeah. So you're not having to deal with a cap increase or a cap decrease. And uh, Basically, if the value of your home changes, your taxes don't. Yeah, and, and it uh, looks like no one's challenging this in Florida because if if yeah. this doesn't go through, then they're gonna they can increase these taxes yeah, however they it want legit to. Legit has no opponents right now. Yeah, not even the socialists. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. You know, so both Republic the Republican Party of Florida did endorse Amendment Two. So. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Like, Let's see. Uh, we can go on to three. That's uh, voter casino approval. gambling. 
Yeah, casino gambling. What do you guys think about that? All right. Well, basically what this is, is uh, the right of Florida voters to be able to vote on casino gambling. So right now the legislator is the one that pretty much says yes or no, that like gambling is legal in Florida. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is simply an amendment to allow the voters to decide if gambling is, you know, in, is going to be legal in Florida. Um, Republican Party of Florida does not have a stance on this. I don't think the Democrats do either. Yeah, because that's telling you what what you that's limiting what you can do. If you want to gamble, you should be able to gamble. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Um so like obviously this is more like this is more democracy i guess um maybe if we got more casinos in florida we would get shot show to be here and then i don't have to spend a crap ton of money every year to go to because shot show used to i don't know if you guys know this or if you even know about shot show no i don't yeah shot show is the big convention for for gun guys um uh, well there's there's two big ones there's shot show which is not open to the public you know, that's for industry. And then there's the NRA annual meeting, which is open to the public. Yeah. The SHOT Show one. I, yeah, we saw plenty of your social media stuff. Yes. So SHOT Show happens in Las Vegas. They used to switch between Vegas and Orlando, but Vegas wow. has got it in lockdown. It's been like that for a long time. Probably be like that for the next, uh, I don't know, forever. There you go. So it, it would be cool to not have to spend a crap ton of money going to uh, Las Vegas to do it. But, you know, yeah, I don't care if people want to gamble. I think they, they should be able to do that if they want to. Yeah, and, I and mean, it, I would say places can make money off of it. That's good, too. Right now for the fun one. OK, what's the fun one? Amendment oh, no. for restoration for felons voting rights. OK. All right. And, uh, basically, if you vote yes for this and it passes, then immediately all of the felons in the state of Florida, except for um, uh, violent criminals and sex offenders, uh, get their voting rights back. Once they've served their time. Once they've served their time of prison, parole, and probation. So it includes all three. Yeah. Um, it, like Republican Party of Florida officially doesn't have much of a stance, but a lot of Republicans such as Adam Putnam and um, Richard Corcoran are, in, are not in favor of this. Okay, where do you, the, what do you guys think about this? I'm all curious. Of the, all, of the, all of the Democrats are in favor of Amendment 4. So. <laughs> but okay. here's, here's, I'll tell you, I'm voting yes on Amendment 4, and no. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because, no. because basically how it is right now is that after, after the set period, uh, you get to go in front of uh, Governor Rick Scott, and then Rick Scott decides. Well, the governor. Rick Scott's not going to be the governor anymore. That is true. You that have to true. remember that is true. Yeah, but someone's well, going to be the governor. Right, but right now... It better not be Andrew Gillum. But, I hope yeah, not. But right now, you basically have to go in front of the governor. And I, I've seen these hearings before. They go in front of, you know, they go in front of this panel. And the beginning, they have the discretionary advice. It's like, this is an external governmental body uh, that has powers that are not given to us by the government, but we have the power to do this. So it, it essentially becomes at their discretion. And to me, that's big government. That's that's government extending their power. And that I, I, I don't think, you know, I don't I'm not too comfortable restoring the rights outright. I think it should be on the discretion of, for example, the parole officer, because they've known a close relationship with that person. But I don't like the idea of the, the governor of Florida telling you whether or not you, you should do something if if that's not even in their power. So yeah. To me, that's just an extension of government. OK. And Tiffany, where do you come down on this? Okay. <laughs> um, basically, I am not in favor of this. 
primarily because it automatically it stores the right of everyone, right? Uh, like, it's not everyone. It's not well, everyone. Like, you know, like, okay, so the people that it's uh, referring to, right, it automatically restores their rights. And I would say that, like, other felony convictions are not equal. You know, I think you have to do it on a case-by-case basis. You cannot say that everyone gets their rights back. Well, and, I think... I think I think what they're saying in there is that um, it's it doesn't apply to murder or um, anything. Like murder or sex offenders, but there are yeah. all, there are other felonies other than that. Absolutely, so they're, they're pretty much putting all of those felonies in a big pocket and say, "Hey, you can get your rights back, your voting rights at right, but specifically." Mm-hmm. And I'm not in favor of that. Like just because I feel like if you have a tendency to break the law. I have a problem with you trying to make the law. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to have you have to have respect for the law in okay. general. Well, and, see, on this one, on this one, Tiffany, I am not going to agree with you. OK, I know as much as I like you, you know, and I like beating up on, on Victor instead of you. But on this one, Victor is right. In my opinion, obviously, this is all opinions here, but you have to realize there's so many laws now. It's people can easily become felons. These things that just went into effect, for example, you become a felon if you modified your firearm. That's insane. Yeah, that's a a felony in Florida. And so go ahead. No. Yeah. And like it's 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 ridiculous how how easily it is to right like to become a felon in Florida. Like if you. You know, me, me and Tiffany have differing opinions on uh, of marijuana, but um, if somebody's caught with, I don't know, a couple of grams in their car, they're automatic felons. You know, well, I think it's, I think they've reduced it now, mm-hmm. but, um, but it, it just becomes very tricky because like, yeah, we should follow the law, but the law is not always right sometimes. I'm not saying that people can't get their rights back. I'm just saying that you shouldn't automatically do so. I well, I don't think it's automatic. I think I think that it's saying if you served your time and you paid your debt to society, that you do get your rights back. And as as uh, Victor is saying, you don't have to go up in front of the. I mean, come on, like as Victor's saying with Governor Scott. I mean, you know, to me, he's oh, like no, a, I agree. I agree completely special is- interest guys. Like he's a politician. I don't want to have to go up in front of him to beg him to give me my rights back after I've served my time and paid really? my debt to society. I'm not- I'm not saying that right now the current status quo is right. I, I don't I don't agree with it at all. I'm just saying that this is not the answer. You need to go on a case by case basis. And this doesn't allow you to do that. Yeah. Well, then maybe what we need to do is actually um, get rid of all these things that are felonies in Florida <laughs> and have yeah. very simple. Yeah. Have well, very, a felony you know, is on the federal level. Um, Florida also has felonies. So, well, yeah, specifically. Yeah, but, yeah like, I mean, this is all this is all relative to Florida. This is relative to the Florida Constitution. Yeah, um, that we're talking about here, and I think it is a problem. By the way, I personally believe that people should should also, you know, you lose your rights when you become a felon to defend yourself after you've paid your debt to society. Do you are you now not capable of defending yourself anymore? Yes, you but know. at the same time, I think that you're like, for example, I'm very much in favor of your parole officer having a big say about it. You know, your parole officer is the one that works with you pretty much every week, every month. You know, whenever you're doing your probation, your uh, your if, parole, pr- probation, everything. Mm-hmm. And I think like he and like and like I should say certain police officers, I would think it should be more of a local issue. 
Yeah. Not just I just worry about get, I worry about giving those guys those things because they, they can always find things they don't like about you. Oh, you're conservative. Oh, and you got you got convicted of this thing. And I don't like conservatives. I mean, so no soup for you. Huh? I don't think the politicians would do much better. Um, that's why I think if if something is a felony and you get convicted of it and you serve your time and you pay your debt to society here in Florida, that, you know, if it wasn't, if it didn't rise up to like murder or sexual assault, then you should be allowed to 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 get your rights restored, you know, and, and make some choices. OK, we, we can we can go on this one forever. We, we can go yeah. on yeah. a long uh, yeah. time. Yeah, I know. I'm sure. Beat up. Beat up Victor about that later. Oh, trust me. We've we've already had very, very many conversations. About yeah, he's. Yeah. Yeah. Just let Victor take all the uh, punishment on that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bad uh, on you, Victor. Terrible. OK, what's the other one? <laughs> the next one is uh, Amendment 5, which requires the what's called the supermajority to um, impose, authorize and raise taxes. This is one I'm very much in favor of. Republican Party of Florida has endorsed it. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just really like this one. No, go ahead. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think that we should have a lot of stuff like this. These people shouldn't be able to to do um, to put a lot of these things in unless they get a supermajority on it. And the socialists say this is a bad bill, so you should vote for it. Um, basically, like a supermajority for those of you who do not know means it's a two thirds vote. So right now, this is specifically focusing on increasing your taxes or fees. So right now you can simply increase your taxes or fees if the um, legislature passes just by simple majority. So like a 51%, right? Um, What this is saying that you need to have 66% in order to increase your taxes or fees. Um, Republican Party of Florida endorses it. All the Democrats are against it, including Andrew Gillum. Yeah, and Um, there is one Democrat in here that's for it. Yeah, and she makes a good makes a good point like yes. politicians should, have, should not have the authority to raise taxes when they feel like it there should be a higher threshold yep and I that's mean, from keone mcgee i guess i hope i'm saying that right yeah, yeah. she's from a uh, district 117 wherever you are mm-hmm. um basically i would say that like and the corcoran said it good is that it should be a lot harder to raise taxes than to cut them you know that's that's my point of view. All right, we should move faster so we can get to all. Yeah, yeah. Let's get to six because I think six is one of the ones that they put a bunch of things in there because they figured that's how they're going to get stuff through, right? Oh yeah. I so don't like that one. yeah, six is um. Oh, actually, um, Amendment six, Marcy's Law, Crime Victims' Rights, uh, and Judicial Retirement Age and Judicial Interpretation of Laws and Rules. Yeah. So. This is- this is one that the Republican Party of Florida did endorse. Okay. It has a bunch of stuff, but they endorsed it. So let's see what's in it. <laughs> yeah. All right. You want to go? Uh, well, I actually met one of the uh, <clears throat> proponents that was going around campaigning for uh, Marshy's Law. It essentially, uh, from, it essentially gives victims rights under the Constitution as well as, like, I guess, like, uh, it's, like, the... Like the, I don't know, it, it's complicated. Uh, let's see. From what, from what I understand is that it gives the same rights to to the victims as well. Yeah, they want to give more rights to victims. So, for example, one of the, one of the things that I did hear about this law is that, uh, for example, if you're, if you're the, the person that, whatever, assault, you're, you're the person that hurt you, 
if they're released from jail right now, the, the state of Florida does not require the judge or anybody to tell you that. Or, you know, if he moves into your neighborhood, they're not required to tell you that. But under this law, they would sort of give them more awareness, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, just sort of like more preventative measures. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it sounds like it sounds like a good thing. Yeah. So here, I'll put up another because um, we've got a couple of uh, different. Why am I signed out of the chat here? That's interesting. Let me see. I got to sign. Yeah, it's just requesting that I sign back in the chat so I can share this. Come on. All right. Well, okay, I'm back in the chat. Go other ahead. parts of Amendment 6 include raising the, ju- the judicial age from 70 to 75. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this amendment would also prohibit state courts from deferring to an administrative agency's interpretation of a state statute or rule in lawsuits. So what that means is basically if you're in a, um, I guess you would say, in a lawsuit with an administrative agency and the administrative and the agency pretty much says one thing. And then another person says another. It's basically judges can use their discretion. Well, no, what basically it means is that if it goes to the state courts and the state courts don't want to listen to it, it reverts back to the agency's interpretation. So like the person that's suing them doesn't really have much of a much of a say. Yeah. I don't know this, um, this one, I know it seems really good because it's for victims rights and stuff like that. But I don't know why they mixed all these things in other than to confuse me. As, as yeah, you can sure. tell, if we're looking at this, I think this takes more looking at. And this yeah. definitely falls in the category of if you don't when know, say doubt, no. When in vote no. If yeah. you don't know, vote no. Yeah, absolutely. I think there's some weird stuff going on here. I don't like it. And by the way, um, when we knew, because there's a commission, how many, what is it? Every 20 years or thir- every 30 years in Florida, they can actually amend the Constitution, right? I do not know how current. Yeah, it's something like that. There's a time frame of when they ten years with the census. Okay, there's something like that going on in Florida, and this is one of the ones that I know that when they were looking at it, they were trying to like stuff stuff into this one because it looks so good, and they're like, oh, if we get this in here, we get that in here, then we can get over on these guys. So I kind of uh, I'm kind of worried about that. So that's definitely like a neutral one for me um, until I figure it out more. And this is why I'm trying to encourage people to actually take a look at this. I know it's boring to some people, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's important to know. Like, I know whenever, like, I first started voting and everything, whenever it talks about the amendments, and it's talking about, um, like, like school board members and uh, circuit judges and everything. Like, that is that is a lot of things that people need to keep track of. A lot of people don't keep track of because it's usually under the radar. So whenever it comes to making sure that you have conservative people, I guess you'd say in these positions locally, it's very important because Gainesville County Commission sucks. I know. That's all I have to say. I, to- <laughs> I totally agree with you on that. I mean, we oh, can keep going. We can keep going through all of these. I don't know if you guys want to try to go through all of them. Yeah, def- go for def- it. Yeah. OK, let's do it. Let's see if we can. So what's let's, the let's leave, let's leave 10 minutes to talk about whatever. OK, cool. All right. So we've got right. like. Amendment seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Florida first responder and military member survivor benefits. Supermajority board votes for college fees and state college system. I do want to say that the college um, that the RPOF did endorse this one. Um, part one, pretty self-explanatory. You're mm-hmm. providing uh, benefits to uh, surviving spouses of first responder uh, first responders that lost their lives in duty. 
Yeah. And then it, and then it does it does have a second part where where it's trying to make it more difficult to raise college fees by yes. requiring a super majority. Yes. So, yeah. So this one makes sense. And there are no opponent. Uh, there are surprisingly no opponents about this so far. Yeah. I'm and even though they mixed it up here, they didn't get too crazy with mixing it up. So, you know, I mean, pretty straightforward. It would be hard to be against this, considering how you'd be saying that you're against death benefits for people that lost their lives. Well, yeah. Liberals, you know. Yeah. Oh. Amendment, eight, um, Amendment 8, which was school board term limits. Uh, allows, yeah, allows state to operate non-board established schools and civic uh, literacy. That got removed. So I, I don't think it even makes sense talking about it. What's Amendment 9? Uh, Florida ban on offshore oil and gas drilling and vaping in enclosed indoor workspaces. Yeah. <laughs> so why put these two together? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's really silly. Um, indoor so, Yeah, Amendment 9 would ban offshore oil and gas drilling from Florida's shoreline to the outermost uh, boundaries of the state's territorial seas. Uh, it will not affect the transportation of oil and natural gas products produced outside the state's waters. Uh, the amendment would also ban the use of vapor generating electric devices in indoor workspaces. I don't know. I just don't even like this one. I think it's going to be no because teenagers are going to be like, oh, I can't use my jewel anymore. I'm not voting for this. <laughs> well, like people that are in support of it are the Florida Wildlife Federation and uh, Energy Florida. And the opponents are Vets for Energy. Florida and petroleum uh, and the Petroleum Council, which makes sense. Yeah, I don't um, think we should close off access to energy. People think that maybe what, what are we thinking? Like, you know, solar panels are going to solve everything. I mean, I think a lot of people don't think about it. But um, fun fact, I actually took AP environmental history by someone that doesn't believe in climate change. <laughs> He's actually a conservative teaching that class, which is nice. OK, Um but whenever you had the you had the BP oil spill happening at the time, and the way it was explained to me is that, like right now, the rules to offshore drilling are so, um, I guess you say restrictive, to where uh, a lot of uh, oil and gas companies are actually going into international waters, so it's further offside the shore. Like we have the technology to do it, and most of the time we do it safely. But at the same time, if you're having to go all the way outside of the international, like outside into international waters, it's a little bit trickier, obviously. And so and like a lot of people that are in like are like, oh, the environment and everything like, yes, of course. But like, we don't want to have BP oil spill happening again, obviously. But like you can imagine the the way I like to explain this is the illustration of like a child getting a cookie. Right. If a mother tells like, no, you can't get your, no, you can't have a cookie. Mm -hmm. And like, but the child still tries to reach from it all the way on top of the counter. And it's inside a glass cooking jar. It is much more likely, like that child is much more likely to break that cookie jar and have it spill all over the place. than if the mother were just to bring it down, mm -hmm. you know, and let the, and okay. then let the child bring it up and everything. So let oil like companies from, have their cookies. From yeah, the yeah. I, I'm trying to figure out what Tiffany's saying here. Hide the cookies. Don't show the cookies. <laughs> you know what? But you know what I'm saying, though, right? Yeah. No, I you understand. Know, Look, you know, so here, here's from the a thing technological, I'm like, I'm an engineer, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So from a technological perspective, it is much safer to just let them go on the on the uh, like relatively on the safe side, right? 
Yeah. I understand that like offshore drilling does have its risks and but companies do it anyway just by going into international waters. Yeah. And that's Brian something Quick, that not a lot of people Brian Quick says you like to say fun fact and legit. Sorry. <laughs> that's no, true. No, yeah, there's nothing wrong it's with better that. Than, um, well, so here's the thing I think. Uh, because of laws that have been put into place in the past and and what car companies are planning on doing, which they're planning on going all electric. I don't know how the hell we're going to power all these damn electric cars that we're about to have. That's with already, petroleum. That's, that's basically already, how yeah. they're going to do it. Right, exactly. We're not going to do it by solar power. People don't want a nuclear power plant in their backyard. Everyone doesn't want that. So yeah. we should leave our options open to stuff. We don't want to be beholding to the Middle East to, you know, for oil and gas. When yeah. we have a lot of natural gas and stuff like that here in America, I, mean, I don't we believe just, we should we cut just up. We surpassed cut Russia and uh, Saudi Arabia for like ex- like for oil production. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lola just came in. She says, uh, "How do people support and follow you guys? And uh, what are the chapters in the in other schools?" Aww. So I guess Thanks, Lola, Lola Lola's saying we need to shift over to this. So let's talk about that. All right. All right. Uh, well, we do have a Facebook page. If you want to go to University of Florida, uh, Young Americans for Freedom, you'll see us. Uh, we will be the symbol with the torch. Be very careful. Do not click on the symbol with an axe. That is a spoof page that someone created of us. It's actually hilarious. I, I applaud them. They create a lot of Nazi memes and say that we support that. But no. Oh, I see. OK, so be very careful. Go over yeah. that again. Go over it again so people make sure, you know. Here, let, sure me, let me make sure. Yeah, he's going to pull it up. It's a University of Florida Young Americans for Freedom. I'll put the link in the chat. Okay. Yeah, it's it's uh the, it's it's spelled out everything. University of Florida Young Americans for Freedom. Uh, and uh, if you guys want to like help us out, like I guess you would say financially, I am the treasurer this year, so I'm gonna take this out. Uh, we do accept checks, and I can put the um, the address. It's gonna be your address. Uh, and you would be at, uh, like would be UF YAF. So U-F-Y-A-F. If you want to do a check. We also have a Venmo. We also have a Venmo. I did do that. I'm working on a PayPal for some of the older folks. Uh, a, a Venmo would be at UF-Y-A-F. And okay. uh, it, it'd, be, it'd be the same symbol that's found on the Facebook page. Yeah. So, some, uh, some of the people out there use it, use like horses and cats. Oh, speaking of the old people. Walter's coming in. (laughs) And another fun fact, another thing that, sorry, fun fact. um, You can say fun fact. I like it. I don't dislike Uh, it. Another another thing we are having coming up is we are bringing Ali Stuckey on November 5th. She is known as a conservative millennial and she's on CRTV. Uh, If you guys have seen any of her spoof um, parodies of Ocasio-Cortez, it's relatively, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, She also also did a... um, I guess you would say a parody of a dating dating a feminist. Pretty much going. Imagine yourself in a skit, going out to dinner. With I a would feminist. rather die. Is that, is, is that the one where the two people are sitting trying to eat and it's a comp- yeah? And she and the like she and the the man's pretty much saying, "Hey, I'll cover the I'll cover the tab," and she's like, "Excuse me, you don't think I can cover it myself?" And he's like, "Okay, you can cover half of it, okay." And she just turns to him and is like, wow, chivalry is really dead. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's pretty much what it is. You can't you can't win. You can't win. Yeah, okay. you can't win with those people. Okay, so go um, ahead. So what are the other ways? We're listening to the other ways people can support you guys. Oh, uh, I mean, that's 
uh, biggest thing, if, like us on Facebook, you'll be having our updates. And uh, that'll be with the, the um, Ali Stucky event coming up. We have uh, Freedom Week, first week in November, which is very exciting. It's going to be midterm elections, too. So that's going to be crazy. Um, we are currently working on having, um, I know a lot of people said like, Hey, can we take a gap shooting and everything? We are actually currently working on a, an event for our members to where we all go out shooting. Okay. Uh, we are working with, well, we can do that again with you guys. We can it's do that with fun. you guys. I, I mean, yeah. we have so many people wanting to go out shooting. Like I, t- like I said meant last time I took him out shooting for his first time. I took another friend of mine out shooting for their first time. We actually took a few of, uh, a few people, I have a friend of mine that um, that likes to train Boy Scouts specifically, and he pretty much reached out to me. He's like, hey, if you have anyone in YAF or anyone in student government, because I, I used to be a student government senator, uh, in student government that wants to learn how to shoot, hit me up. And we legit had a friend of ours that was about to go to Washington, D.C. for the March for Our Lives. Oh, do I show you the shirt? You know, March for Our Lives. And instead, he came out and went shooting with us. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah, you know, the right see, that, those those are things that we like to try and do. So we are planning that. Uh, if yeah. you guys want to, if you guys want to help us out with that, that'd be great. Um, yeah, you know what? We have we our friend Trey owns Aries Firearms Training in Leesburg, which Ooh. is a uh, you know it's a facility. How far is Leesburg? Uh, from from Gainesville, it's about an hour and a half. Okay, dude. Yeah, yeah. road trip. Yeah, so we could arrange that. We could arrange that. You know, I mean, I don't want to speak for him because, well, you know, I, myself or Walter, we don't own that place. But he does come on the show and he likes to do these kind of things. Right, Walter? By the way, this is Walter. Walter, this is Tiffany and hey. Victor. I remember you from last time. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm getting ready to go to the Knob Creek machine gun shoot this weekend. So I yeah. you guys might want to do that. <laughs> one of these yeah. one of these years you should go there right walter tell explain to them what it is walter um it's a big machine gun shoot slash gun show that goes on twice a year soon to be once a year but it for years oh. and years it's been twice a year april and october um military guns machine guns you name it so um there you go up, up yeah. near louisville kentucky yeah lots of badassery yeah, if, so, you, uh, if you look at the old videos, I don't know if they still do that, Walter, but if you look at the old videos of the uh, Knob Creek machine gun shoot, you will just see like people shooting from helicopters and right. Yeah, you see a lot, a lot of cool shooting stuff. The, the night the night shoots are pretty cool still with all the tracers and stuff exploding and all that stuff. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, they, it, it's it used to be really, 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 really wild yeah. but um, an orgy of firearms and explosives but the, the, orgy, the orgies of lawyers have yeah, kind of uh, taken the bang out of some of it so and the price yeah. of ammunition so yeah yeah but um well, still yeah. a good time i go sell stuff i'm a vendor i have vendor space so we go up there and sell things and make money and things like that i like making money so. yeah if you guys look up knob creek you'll see some badass videos yeah 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 take a look at it for yeah. sure you'll see why it's legendary and then we're All heading right. Right, right into the storm in the morning here to get to get up there. So it's going to be cool. Yeah. Um, you, what time are you? You said you're leaving early in the morning, right, Walter? Leaving like at six. The idea. Leaving at six. Okay, you might, because I I know right now it's a category three, but it hasn't. Um, I think it. I think at eight a.m. is supposed to still the ice still supposed to be offshore. So yeah. Um, it it won't. I'm not too worried about the storm part of it. I'm just worried about all people on the road doing weird stuff. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, you might want to leave. You might want to leave now, right after the show. <laughs> Run! Yeah. Get in the car, get on the road, beat the traffic, 
Uh, we should show these. We should show these guys some guns before right. we go. We've got like eight minutes. Check this out. This is the B and T. B and T. Excuse me, Bruger and Thomit. If, if I'm saying it right, it's, uh, it's a pistol caliber carbine, uh, nine millimeter. Right there. Uh, I don't. Where's the magazines? Um, see, do I have a magazine right. in here somewhere? I, I think it's a proprietary magazine for this. It's not like a Glock magazine or anything. No, it's probably it's probably there. Yeah. It's proprietary, so uh, really nice. And it's got this ooh, nice little stock that comes out here. Yeah, one of the alternatives. Walter, I saw that there's um I forgot what country it was. I need to look it up. There's a country that's planning on getting rid of the MP5 and going with the uh, the Evo. The Scorpion Evo. Oh, really? Wow. That's the, uh, uh, I don't know. Someone needs to slap him in the head. Um, yeah. oh, here we go. Lola, I did put all the information inside the chat. Oh, you so did? Okay. I put okay. the uh, the checks payable to the address that you can send it to and the Venmo information. Okay. Oh, cool. You might want to um, email that to Lola if you have her email address. Yeah, I have it. Yeah. So she can put it in, um, she can put it in the description. Because okay. later on, when people watch this video, they might want to be able to help you guys out as well. So if you send it to her, when she goes to look in there, she'll be Any able to put it. Any help is very much appreciated. Absolutely. Now, listen, we you guys. government all the time. Right. You guys are doing a good thing. I know it's tough. It's not easy to be a conservative on campus nowadays. So, oh, check this out. Walter's showing off now. The arm pistol, the Bushmaster arm pistol. Oh, that's nice. You see, I'm turning 21 in less than a month. So I'm looking at these suckers. Yeah, it's not even right that you have to wait until you're 21, Tiffany. Dude, like, like that's how we met. That is how we met. Protesting the fact that I have to wait until I'm 21. Absolutely, or you will be a felon. The day, oh. the day, the day yeah, I, and then you'll never get those rights back if the way you. Uh, yeah, the day I turned 18, I went and bought a shotgun. So. Yeah. Which well, is what I'm not allowed to purchase doing. one. I can. The rule specifically says that I can own one. I can't purchase you can't one. Buy it. Yeah. Yeah, then, then it's totally useless. That makes I technically, I have a shotgun back home in the Panhandle. Just Gainesville has the worst gun laws ever. Yeah, you can't even have a gun in your rental. Like, like at my apartment, I can't have a gun technically. Yeah, technically, I'm I'm going to DC uh, on on the, at the end of the month, and that is the worst of the worst. So yeah, yeah. Is it worse than New York? Is it worse than in Chicago? That's the real yeah, question. Yeah, DC is bad. I'm going. I'm going to the ATF headquarters actually for some business. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I yeah. Oh, it's not. It's not great, but okay. I, I, I mean, hope so. you're, you're doing stuff, though. You know. No, he is. Yeah, yeah. He's fighting the good fight. Walter's fighting the good fight. Exactly. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, we it goes our way. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. So someone wants to know. Uh, actually, Rodney Brady, who's asking, uh, can you guys go to a better school like FSU? And then he's asking if aren't I at FSU, Dad? Yeah, but what makes you think that's better? My kids go there. One of my sons goes there. There's still a lot of uh, liberals up there. Uh, it's, oh, it's, FSU is actually worse for liberals. Just yeah, it's in Tallahassee. It's in Tallahassee. Uh, secondly, Andrew Gillum is the mayor of that city, so I wouldn't yep. want to come even <laughs> close to that. Also, FSU doesn't have my major, so. What is your major? I'm a biomedical engineering major. Okay, so there you go. Yeah. FSU doesn't have that. Yeah. Also, if you if you didn't go to UF, you wouldn't meet Victor. If I didn't go to UF, a lot of things wouldn't happen. Yeah, you know, so. Or, or you could go to UCF and have a winning football team. Ah. Oh, boy. Hey, we beat LSU. <laughs> Don't even get me started. We're ranked 14th now, so I better watch out. That's where my son went. So. 
Tim yeah. Tebow gave the best after speech. <laughs> oh, really? So much hype. Yeah. Okay. I love that man. He's great. Yeah. Yeah, and look at what Tim Tebow's been going through, man. He hasn't had it. He hasn't had it easy at all. But yeah, you know. he's always so upbeat, though. Honestly. Yeah. One of there's the greatest games of all time. Yeah, there's a lot of things out there. Um, uh, Rodney Brady says, "Young lady, get your education," which I think, of course, uh-huh. no one's stopping her from getting her education. Victor, what's your what are you what's your major? Do you have one? Do you know? Yeah. Major? Does he have one? <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of roam around. I, uh, my, uh, my major is in, uh, advertising and, uh, a minor in business administration. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. All right. So, you know, so Tiffany's going to be the engineer. I'm no big city doctor. No, I'm like not going to be an engineer. I'm just getting the degree in that. Oh, so what what's your plan? I have no idea. Med- right. Oh. Right now I'm looking at med schools and primarily just because I want to I love politics and everything, but I feel like you need to get a real job first. So <laughs> I, was just, I was listening to the radio today at lunchtime, just briefly. And they were talking about uh, um, artificial intelligence. What? Hang on. There's a Northwest Florida state grad. <laughs> I got my AA over there. So, oh. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Watchdog. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Walter. No, they were, they yeah. were talking about the artificial intelligence, the fact that at some point it could replace the doctors, basically. No. To replace the doctors? Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of things with that. Like, coming from the engineering perspective, I do understand why they're saying that. It's a lot of technical talk. I don't think our viewers will want that. I do. I think a lot of the doctors are replaceable, in my personal opinion. A lot of doctors are robots already. Yeah. I mean, yes, yeah, yes and no, but you have to have the research coming from somewhere. Yes, I, I kind of agree with that, but they don't research. Like a lot of doctors tell me, oh, well, we've done no research in that, so we can't. T- okay, so research some shit. Yes, but, a, but a robot can't do the, per- the the human aspect, right? Absolutely not. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that there's a lot of doctors out there that just go by the book on, on everything. So I remember. Oh, I no, have cr- and I agree with you. Like they just yeah. pop pills and I'm not in, I'm not in favor of that at all. Yeah, you I know? have I have Crohn's disease and I've known that I've had that for um, about 20 years. And when when uh, I was I almost died right around the time when I first met Lola and I went to all these different doctors and they could not figure out what was wrong with me. As a matter of fact, I, I would have given up if Lola didn't keep pushing me. And then and what it was is that they did not realize that I had Crohn's because I was a black guy. And they're like, oh, at that time, they didn't think they were like, oh, this is just a thing that yeah. Jewish people have or I know my, my mom, my mom has sickle cell anemia and she's white. You know, well, a lot of people don't look at that kind of stuff. Yeah, because people think, oh, it's just only Africans that would that would have that. Right. But, yeah. you know, I mean, so th- we well, don't need that. We don't need that kind of medicine. We need people who are thinking with what the, they're doing. The base well, yeah. basis for that was that the um, that the. The, in, the computer or the the artificial intelligence has all the symptoms and all the different the, the knowledge and comes to a conclusion faster and quicker a lot of times than the human does. Doctors, doctors, doctors. doctors yeah. are using tablets and computers more than ever to pretty much diagnose everything. I know a lot of a lot of medical schools are actually using apps like mm-hmm. pretty much on them, pretty much pretty much saying, hey, this these are the symptoms. These are the blood pressure readings and everything. 
and pretty much you go like using the computers. It's a new tool that they're using in medical schools. Yeah. I don't think that could be everything. Like in the case, Lola's a a pharmacist. In that case, I think you still need, ultimately you're going to need human beings in there. You know, look, look at pharmacists. A lot of times doctors write prescriptions (laughs) and then the pharmacists are the ones that have to explain it to people what that is because doctors aren't explaining it. And then at the same time, sometimes they catch mistakes that are going on there. They were also talking about the fact is that a couple companies that are working just on the on that part, the the emotional part, the uh, being able to, you know, to mimic, talk to people, part Mm -hmm. of the whole relate to people being able to just uh, Mm -hmm. like really describe to the person but all, there's all there's also like the entire like um psychiatry department right that a computer or a robot definitely would not be able to do you know you have to talk about the person's symptoms you have to talk about people's emotions specifically and like pretty much relate to that to the brain and a robot's not going to be very good at catching emotion well that's you know uh, they're working on it they're working yeah. on it I hate to take I hate to take Tom Cruise's position on this, but I don't like psychiatrists anyway. So. <laughs> I was, I was, uh, I was There's a difference a between psychologists and psychiatrists. <laughs> I was reading an article recently on the uh, on the Economist how uh, they essentially have to backlog the human brain to try to figure out how to explain puns to computers because <laughs> because they you know it's like they have they have no idea how to how to piece these seemingly unrelated things right but you know artificial intelligence is exponential so we don't know what's going to happen with that technology but we can certainly gear it and train it so that it helps us well you got to remember people have sarcasm so (laughs) you can deal with a lot of dangerous things with simply robots and sarcasm yeah i think we need i think we need all of the above you know I think that we're going to look in the future at medicine the way we practice it today and it's going to look like witch doctory Oh yeah, I mean, there's always going to be techno- technological advancements. Look at Walter with a flashlight. What he used you? it twice today. Just wanted to let you know. Oh, okay. Oh. You he don't gave- even ha- you don't even have it turned all the way up. No, no, I didn't need it for what I did. I just oh, okay. I I, had, I, I, I got. I had to diagnose a problem, and I used this to help. Yeah. See, Walter's from a time when they just used uh, you know, not even candlelight. They used whale oil. <laughs> whale oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then you're killing all the whales. Instead of mirrors, bring the light down into the tomb. Yeah, like the Egyptians. Yes. <laughs> He's some Egyptian type. So Walter does it. He does it. Backstory of that, guys, is that Walter didn't have like a flashlight. So I was like, okay. You can and he insisted I had an everyday carry flashlight. So he. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Lola sent you the thing for that, but I guess you won't get it before you leave. I don't know. I'll, I'll use this sparingly. That's what I'll use this sparingly. Well, yeah. If you got to save yourself, you got to. That's a thousand lumens. I don't know if you guys are into flashlights, but, you know. I don't know much about flashlights. Okay, so sorry. show them a thousand, a thousand lumens. Do. A thousand them. sounds pretty high. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Make it. Make it. it there's, op- there's operator error here. Hang on. Just. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my the, God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> alien, alien abduction. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's strobe mode, strobe mode. Okay, yeah, let's not, uh, Walter will make it crash or something like that I now. See, I can't see. Give the computer yeah. a seeker. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, you know what? We're over the nine o'clock hour. This has actually been fun. I need to get you guys to come back on again. Yes, um, please. Anytime. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know I enjoyed having the conversation with you. It's good to know from uh, from younger people's perspective of what's going on here. Um, I, I encourage you guys to keep doing what you're doing and I encourage people to seek you out as well as help you 
you know, with your message, bring your message out there. Um, do you guys want, you know, let me go to Walter first and then I'll let you guys give you guys a chance to plug whatever stuff's going on. Walter, you want to tell the people about the uh, Knob Creek thing? Leave it in the morning, go into the Knob Creek machine gun shoot uh, up near um, Louisville, Kentucky, actually in West Point, Kentucky, where the creek is. Um, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, anybody that's up that way wants to go, stop in. Um, we're at C-18 in the pole barn. Um, going to have stuff for sale. There's guns going off. There's mayhem, you know. Bring money. Bring money. Yes, bring money. That's a big thing. Yeah, and bull pups. And bull pups, yeah. Yeah, bull pups. If you've got a really cool bull pup, bring, bring it up pup. there to bring Walter. The bring the pup. Yeah, so he can evaluate it. Yeah. All right, so thanks a lot. Check out Walter uh, C-18, right, Walter? C-18 in the pole barn, yes. Yep. Okay, there you go. Check him out if you're in the Knob Creek area. Go down there for the show. Uh, Walter said it before. If you go to his, to his table, because he's a huge celebrity now, so if there's a lot of people around there, paparazzi and all that, just interrupt them. I've got swag, too, so if you yeah. come by, i got the swag. So much swag. Yeah, just just steal his swag off the table. Don't steal. All I got to do is ask. You don't have to steal. Yeah, yeah. You don't, you don't, Walt, you don't want Walter coming after you. That's an old junkyard dog right there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, so Tiffany, Victor, thanks so much for coming on. You guys are great. One last time, tell the folks out there how they can get in touch with you and support you guys. All right, you want to go? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so you can you can reach out to us on our Facebook page. It is uh, University of Florida. Young uh, Americans for Freedom. Young Americans for Freedom. And uh, make sure you're on the right one. Um, and then you can you can send us a check. Um, Tiffany sent the address on the chat and then that will be on the description below. Um, and also we have a Venmo. It's at UF dash YAF. And then you can send us money directly there. And we're what we've been doing, we've just been doing a lot of activism events. We've been doing open hoster protests. We've been bringing on a lot of speakers. We're thinking of bringing a big 2A speaker next year. So we definitely need the help and the funds for that. So any help yes. would greatly appreciate it. Uh, but just pretty much a rough, like, rough ballpark. I guess you would say if you wanted to bring uh, Dana Lash, that's someone that we were considering maybe bringing, and she's around fifteen to twenty thousand dollars just to bring. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. it's oh. it's expensive. So okay, it's my job pretty hard. And yeah, fun. I know, I know. The NRA uh, should help you guys out with that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and if you guys just want to message us on our Facebook page, like we do, like on the Facebook Messenger, just say hey, I saw you guys on the show and everything, and if you have any questions, uh, me and Victor do have access to that, so we can um, help you out there. I forgot. We actually have a Gmail. We have an email. It's called ufloridayaf at gmail.com. So capital U, Florida, Yaf, all one word, at gmail.com. Okay. And did you guys reach out to Dana? Is it Lash or Loesch? I never know. I, I guess it's I've Lash. Been, I've been told Lash. Lash. Uh, yeah. Right now, we're working on pretty much scheduling everything because right now we do have a hurricane coming. Okay. So, so you have reached out to her? Uh. Yes and no. We are working through a mediary. Uh, whether or not okay. that will happen, we will see. Let's get the money first. You got to get the money first. That's that's the first. Okay, thing. understood, understood. Okay, all right. If anyone out there knows Dana, um, you know this is a good place for her to come visit these guys. You know, I I understand the whole thing about the fee. Maybe maybe we can work with the fee or something like that. You know, or we could figure out a way to to get it's the money for these guys. She has, yeah. she has high demand. Yeah, I totally understand it. Absolutely. I totally get it. Yeah. When I get there, it's going to be a million dollars. 
<laughs> Sounds good. You Hillary Clinton or something? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So thanks so much to everyone. Thanks to Victor and Tiffany for spending all this time here um, hanging out with us. This is awesome. We got to have you guys come back on again. Yes, please. And we'd love to come on to here. It's so much fun. Yes. Everyone out there, vote. Make sure you vote wherever you're at, Florida, not Florida. Please get out and vote. If you don't know um, what's going on with all these amendments and everything like that, reach out to me, reach out to these guys, Walter, whoever. We'll share stuff with you. We'll try to help you out with that. If you don't know, just vote no. That's the rule. That is the rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because some of this stuff sounds all nice and sweet and good. And then you read the stuff, it's like, oh, my God, that's well, then you don't know who's backing it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. if, there, if there's a big corporation towards wanting to get a monopoly, it's like. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We're, go ahead. No, no, I'm out of here. See you. No, no, no. You can get your last word in there, Walter. Go it ahead. It takes a lot of money to run those commercials they're running on TV right now. That is true. That's what advertising the, is for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hells to the yeah. Hells to the yeah. Okay, we're out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Right, thanks, Stay thanks. safe. Prepare for the hurricane. Stay out.